Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 536. And the cards with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni filling in because, uh, whew. Steve's. Steve had a rough uh, work schedule last week. It was uh, four uh, days, I think, or was it? No, it was five. It was, no, he had five. You had four. I had four. I he had five. So if you do the basic math, he's going to need another five days off. Well, it seems like uh, it's the schedule, and that, that works just fine for me. So you'll be with me until Thursday. Correct. It will cause a lot of problems until that happens. Today, Scott Cohen will be joining us. Awesome. All kinds of things to talk to uh, Scott about, including Hall of Fame and Shrimit. That happened over the weekend. We'll get to that and more. Rock 102. 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 556. And you too. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Steve's off this week. Marty Caproni is uh, filling in for uh, until Thursday. It's going to be a mix of sun and clouds today. A high of 84 for tonight. Cloudy with occasional rain and a low of 67 for tomorrow. Rain all day, a high of seventy five, which is great because we could really uh, use the uh, could really use it. <laughs> I feel like we uh, haven't done stories on rain in four or five days. Yeah, yeah, so. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's currently uh, let's see, sixty three degrees right now in downtown Springfield. How are you? I'm good, Bax. I'm good. I'm I feel just... like I haven't seen you in uh, two weeks. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna get it's gonna be real sad when Steve when Steve comes back. You know, so I'm I'm gonna feel really out of the loop. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna really miss him when he has to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be really weird when he actually has to sit down and commit to more than one week at a time of work. <laughs> he's uh, he's living the life of Riley though. He's down. I talked to him yesterday, uh, real real briefly. He's uh, already down there with his toes in the sand and. Uh, Enjoying his uh, break, I believe. Well, it's it's listen. He's uh, he's earned every every single second of that uh, vacation <laughs> policy. So anyway, uh, yeah. So he'll be back on Thursday. Uh, today we got Marty. Cap- uh, we got Marty Caproni. We got Scott Cohen here, and we've actually got a couple of really cool guests along the way this week too. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So That'll we'll be fun. tell you more about that uh, in the next couple of days. But pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. Cool one coming up on Wednesday. And uh, and Thursday too. That's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, you went to the wing thing, huh? Yeah, I did go to the wing thing. We'll probably talk about this a little bit more in depth later. I uh, I, I will say that is a, is a you know other than the cloud burst that happened like around two thirty yesterday. Yeah, what was that all about? I don't know. It just came literally out of nowhere and you know drenched the place, which is probably good because you get all of that sauce in your hands. Sure, you get sure. very sticky. Saves on wet naps. It does. And. Uh, I don't know. This to me, there's just some uh, buffet etiquette that should probably be observed every time you're at a buffet. You know, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. As someone who I don't know if you've heard this, has a buffet every week <laughs> <laughs> at uh, Loft Comedy Club. Yeah. There is buffet etiquette. Oh yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a way to do it and a way to do it wrong. So well, maybe we'll talk about that in just a little bit. <laughs> Good. It's 559 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. High quality, durable. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Your grilling headquarters. Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, you know me. I love Enshrinement Weekend here in Springfield. You kidding? Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowinski, Tony Parker... Those other people? To me, Enshrinement Weekend represents everything there is to love about Springfield. For example, I found that there was plenty of ample parking during MGM's Free Music Friday on both sides of Columbus Avenue. 
But that's because the Hall generously took the burden off of Springfield by holding many of their events in Uncasville, Connecticut, exactly 70 miles away from the very city in which the game was invented. Of course, those events at Mohegan Sun weren't cheap. You want to get yourself into an autograph session, you had to pay between $400 and $750 just to walk into the same room with the incoming class. Of course, if you want to avoid the line, that package would run up to $5,000. But if you waited until Saturday in Springfield, you could have parked your car in their ample parking lot and saved yourself a bundle for only $250. That's a minimum saving of no less than $150. Of course, they only had 200 tickets available and none of the new inductees were going to be there because they had other things to do, like getting ready for Saturday night's big ceremony in the city of Holmes, a ceremony that would have cost you up to $1,250 for a ticket if you wanted to get a good seat. But for those of you on a budget, limited numbers of seats in the balcony were available for $300. But those seats were for poor people. By the way, Chelsea Handler coming to the Symphony Hall in November for $230 less for the same seats. And she probably puts on a better show, although not nearly as comical. Either way, thank goodness that all that responsibility of cleaning the streets, putting things up, taking things down, putting things away, wasn't only Springfield's responsibility. Trust me, it's so much better to have half the things happen in Uncasville. What with all that rich basketball tradition happening on sovereign ground. They got everything there, such as a multi-purpose arena, an adjacently located nearby Riverside Casino, and they're also not far from a major interstate highway. Could Springfield provide all those things? I suppose, but that would show an inconvenient commitment to the local community, and that's simply not what basketball is all about. But hey, and if I'm I yappin', sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get a Craftsman Allen wrench set, seven bucks. Get a Stanley 25 foot tape measure, seven bucks. It's a seven buck tool sale at Rocky. Rocky, Stanley, Irwin, Craftsman, hand tools are all seven bucks. Get them at Rocky's Ace Hardware and up your hand tool game. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 611 and Guns N' Roses with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni sitting in. And Molly, the intern's here, too. So uh, it's a mix of sunny clouds, a high of 84. Tomorrow, rainy, pretty much all day and high of 75. It's uh, 63 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. You were asking me about the uh, the wing thing yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a great event. It's a- Shut up. <laughs> Damn Apple Watch wants to talk back. Your Apple Watch said you didn't get that. But... <laughs> you, you didn't spend much time there. But uh, so I, I went because it's you know a required thing to do. Yeah. And uh, you know this. Uh, you've been to a buffet before, uh, right? Every Thursday at uh, Loft Comedy Club. Right. 20 bucks <laughs> to get to see a comedy Dinner show. And a comedy, and a comedy show. show. Good thing you uh, brought that up yeah. uh, this week. This What's the, do we know what the menu items are going to be, or is that still... Uh, I'll find that out probably by tomorrow. Oh, thank, thank goodness. <laughs> Last week was chicken bruschetta. Oh, no kidding. It was unbelievable. How was that? Unbelievable. And the listeners just keep turning out, and then... Uh, one thing I'll say about Rock 102 listeners I've learned, they love a good buffet, and they love a deal. Well, so, they love a good buffet, but I have to tell you, yesterday, uh, there was a lack of buffet etiquette. You've been to a buffet. Uh, you know you know. there's a system, right? Yeah, well, you look at the size of me. I, I know my way around a buffet. I've been uh, I've been on uh, on both sides of the buffet, yeah. the left or right, <laughs> yeah. fighting over dinner rolls and butter pats and everything else. 
Here's what we had yesterday. <clears throat> now, you can imagine the uh, the pavilion at the carriage house okay. in Forest Park, right? right. The food uh, tables were located at the far right of the pavilion. Okay. Okay? Kind of in an L shape. So a line forms, and the first uh, food station are things like vegetables and dip. Major error already. Well, I you know, just to me, uh, it was it slowed everybody down. Yep. Because there's all these wings to choose. It was like you know, twelve different wings to choose from. You know, boneless, boned in, you know, a million different sauces, yeah. all delicious, right? Everyone seems to be kind of caught up on the vegetable table. Like you can't decide do I want a red pepper or do I want a green pepper? Do I want a cucumber or do I want some crackers and that like for whatever reason it it was it, 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 it backed the whole lineup so i was like have these people never been uh, through a buffet before especially one in which the food the star of the show is the wings that's the stuff you haven't gotten to yet you're still you're too busy trying to figure out well what's the healthiest thing i could eat now i make the argument that uh, that's a faux pas on the side of those setting up the buffet as well the vegetables go last that's your priority for vegetables mm -hmm. is so low at a wing event it's the last thing it's it's the thing that once your plate is loaded with wings yes you just figure out where am i going to put these three celery sticks and where am i going to stick these three carrot sticks see it's, i'm kind of in the, i'm kind of at the same thought process right you are it's like you know that should either be last right or a separated station and then make it so that i have to juggle am i going to be able to carry the uh blue cheese or the ranch right or do i have to come back up and get those now here's my here's my other question if you know this is a wing event then why are you considering eating things that are healthy also very fair critique why why is that the thing that's slowing you down and why are those up front why why is that your first impression i i don't i don't know your first item on that buffet line should be a medium bone-in wing mm -hmm. yeah that's the common staple of a buffalo wing yes right yes so you'd probably go bone-ins first and then you'd go your most prevalent sauces so you'd go like your mediums mm -hmm. your, then you'd go to your you're milder, you're hot, then you'd go to uh, your boneless. Well, this is this is my thought about this. I totally agree with you. I mean, that's that is the kind of strategy you should have. You sure. should never go to a buffet without a certain strategy. Right. Oh, I I never do. You know, they used to tell me in Weight Watchers years ago, if you're forced to go to a buffet, <laughs> you know, walk up Count and down. Yeah, yeah, right. Walk up and down the buffet first, so you're not stuck at the beginning of the line grabbing dinner rolls and butter. Yeah. So by the end of it, so if you really want one, you just you know you just go and get one later. But you know that's go go see what else is there because you know when you get to the end of the line, oh I had no idea that was there. Next thing you know, what you got you got like a fifteen pound plate of food. Dinner rolls. This is one of my uh, things that bother. Dinner rolls should be at the bottom, the end of the buffet. It's the last thing you should throw on your plate where there's no room for anything else. You might have to choose to get that dinner roll right next to. The little bit of salad that you right. put on there with the ranch, and you just mm -hmm. now the dinner roll is a little bit in the ranch. That the dinner roll is the last decision you make. It's the worst decision you can make, right? Because it fills you up for all the good stuff that you're supposed to get right. at the end of the line, right? 
The stuff at the end of the line of the buffet is usually the best stuff at the buffet. We should start a consulting business for uh, people who do buffets. I you know, I couldn't agree more. And you know, if that means that you and I would have to go eat at buffets to judge whether or not they're doing it correctly. Not a stranger to a good buffet. I don't think that's such a bad thing. I uh, like me a good buffet. Who doesn't love a good buffet? I mean, this is America. <laughs> I feel like if you don't like... I feel like if you don't like a good buffet, it's un-American. Yeah, yeah. Get back in the boat from whence you came. Not to go back to the hot dog thing, which I've beaten to death, but yes. I feel like it's un-American to not uh, permit ketchup on a hot dog. I feel like it's un-American to uh, not love a buffet. You know, there are certain buffets that uh, you know, outdo each other, and there are certain you know buffets that uh, could use a lot of help. It's not, uh, it's not really... Uh, well, here's a question now. Now we have a question. Okay. What's the best buffet in Western Massachusetts? I will remove, just out of sake of, you know, because not everyone's <laughs> tried Loft Comedy Club's Thursday buffet dinner show. Right. Uh, but I will remove us from the contention because uh, I'm too close to that show because it is amazing. And but, it's only 20 bucks. And it's only 20 bucks, and you get comedy. You went to the Nordic Lodge in uh, Rhode Island. It's going to cost you 120 bucks just to grab a plate and a fork. Let me tell you, these Rock 102 listeners eat like they're at the Nordic Lodge. You can't put the food, you can't put enough food out. <laughs> they're going up seconds and thirds and yeah. fourths. Uh, I, think, I think the best buffet that I can recall, and it's no longer there, was the uh, was the Chinese buffet when it first opened on uh, on Boston Road and Parker Street. I never when, went to that one. We when had one that first Chicken opened, Day. that was... Terrific. Well, we had one in Chicopee. Yes. But uh, tragic end to the buffet. There was two partners, two Chinese guys that were partners. And apparently, they were arguing over something. Maybe uh, they they put out too many snow crab legs or too much uh, spare ribs or right. whatever. They had a, a thing. That the cops showed up, and they found them both dead in the morning. So, obviously, they start a homicide investigation. Right. And the initial thought is somebody broke in in the middle of the night, killed these two guys, and made off with the money. But then they start looking around, and they realize all the money's still there. Hmm. But the two guys are dead. And Meaning? they realize the two guys got in a fight, and one guy stabbed the other guy. And then that guy, in probably the toughest move in buffet history took the knife out, and then stabbed the guy with the knife he stabbed him with. Wow. And then they both just collapsed and died right there uh, right there in the restaurant. Yeah, that's uh, that's dangerous to mix body fluids like that. That's well, good. That can be very unhealthy. Well, what do you think happened to the buffet? I said no one wanted the buffet. After that, that was it. That was the end of the buffet. It started to, uh, it, it faded away after that. It yeah, was- I, I know some listeners used to go to the uh the buffets that would sometimes set up during the uh, the Rock One Two Work Release store parties. I'll tell you about these listeners. It would not stop these listeners. No, they would have walked over the body. They would have walked grab right the around them. Dude, this guy, this guy's in his way. Can I cut in line? Police, excuse me, is that police tape in front of these spare ribs? Could you just move that a little bit? <laughs> so I had to make an announcement yesterday on how to properly uh, do this. I yep. said, listen, the first table is all vegetables. Those things grow in dirt. That's not why you're here. Right. You're here. Right. You're here for the wings. So that's accoutrement. That's right. So move it along, and everybody, everybody will get through the line in, in an orderly fashion. And as soon as I said that, they listened. Like they say, you're right. Why am I here eating things that are growing dirt? They were like, you know, Bax is our fearless leader <laughs> of the buffet. I just didn't want to see someone, you know, wait. 
like 45 minutes to grab a bunch of wings that they paid for. They yeah, that's the other it. thing. You paid money for the wings. How long is the, are all the wings out? You got to eat as much as you can, as fast yeah. as you can. And like, why would be so so many people be stupefied by a by a table of vegetables and dip? You know what I used to do back in the day. Um, do you remember Boston Billiards? I do. Boston Billiards used to have ten cent wing night on Monday nights. Yes, it was Monday night football, ten cent wings. They did that so people would go in and drink. But my friends and I were like, hey, we're not really uh, big drinkers on a Monday night. We drank all weekend. But we like some good wings. Sure. So for years, shout out to Leah, who used to be our bartender there. We used to go, and it was a running joke because we would go, and we'd be like, start off with 50 wings. It was five bucks. 50 wings for five bucks. What a yeah. great deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, they were small wings, but you'd get a plate of 50 wings. You could divide them how you want them as far as flavors or whatever. Right. Or, or spice, you know. And we would just sit there and stuff our face for wings for hours and watch the game. See, that's perfect. Right. That's a, that's right. a great a great thing. If we had gone to what I considered the best wings in Western Mass, which were Quickies wings. I don't right. Remember Quickies. I do. If you had gone to Quickies, 50 wings would have cost you probably a mortgage payment. <laughs> They were expensive. But it would have been worth it because they were superior wings. But now, if we're talking buffet, we, we, we never answer the question. What do you think the best buffet in Western Mass? Whew. See, the, see, that's the thing. There's not as many available now as there used to be. Like the buffet at the Ivanhoe was pretty damn good for sure. a while. That was yeah, a good one. That was a good one. That was also you could get mimosas or something there. Too, yes, right? you could. I remember that. Um... What about Bashara's? Did that count as a buffet? <sighs> Except they would serve you. So is that more cafeteria style? I guess that's technically more cafeteria. That's kind of that's kind of like uh, Bashara's is awesome, but that was that's kind of like a you could go either way on that one. That's uh, we'll defer to Molly, the intern here. <laughs> Molly, did you ever go to Bashara's? I haven't. Your dad never took you. I don't think so. <laughs> Doesn't take you very far. Doesn't <laughs> take you all the good places, style. does he? He doesn't take it all the good places, does Apparently he? Apparently not. Yeah, I guess not. Well, here's my question for you. Uh, at school, right, you guys have a dining hall. We do. I, I don't know if you're, do you, are you on the meal program? Is I that, am. Okay. Is it cafeteria style or is it buffet style? It's cafeteria style. So that's like a bachera. So I guess that's cafeteria style. If they decide your portion, it's not a buffet. That's a good point. But you that's can a very go through good as point. many times as you want, right? Yes. See, that's what I used to do at Franklin Pierce. I used to, uh, I, that's how I beat the system. Really? Yeah, if there was something I liked, I just, I would go unabashedly go in line five times in a row to just get more of the thing I liked until yeah. I figured out we should just give him enough of it <laughs> on his plate this time so he just stops coming back. <laughs> I would go I would go with different accents every time, you know? Yeah. I would just try to do a little camouflage. See, the the, the food at, at, uh, at my college is so bad that the idea of going back for seconds was just an appallingly bad idea. Well, now it's you awful. can't, right? You, is the food, the food at your school good or no? It's all right. Oh, yeah. sucks. That's if you go to UMass where the food is really good, then and then you go as many times as you can. So your campus meal plan at, your, at UMass yeah. is uh, they got a whole thing. They got restaurants in there. Yeah, they get the, they, they they do the whole thing upright. You can go, you do you guys have like fast food places in your? Diet? We have like cafes and stuff on different places on campus that I can use my meal plan for. 
So that's nice. So yeah. I don't always have to go to the dining hall. They don't have like a Taco Bell no. that you can use your meal plan at? Oh, see, that's what a lot of I have a Starbucks are. I can use my meal plan at. Oh, see, there you I go. There you go. I'd waste my time on there. A Starbucks. Yeah. I would just, that's yeah. all I would be doing is just loading up on the raspberry tea. <sighs> Look at me. I'm hungry already. I know. It's see, a... no one's going to bring us food either. Again. <laughs> so I need to go to Starbucks for you guys now? No, it's, it's, it's <laughs> okay. It's 625 at Rock 102. The GT. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 620, almost 629. And Jimi Hendrix on Rock 102. It's going to be a mix of sun and clouds today, a high of 84. Tonight, cloudy with occasional rain, low of 67. And then for tomorrow, rainy, a high of 75. It's currently 63 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Cohen will be joining us next hour. We'll talk a little bit of sports with him. And we got a news coming. It's 6.31 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. It's going to be a mix of sun and clouds today. High of 84 tonight. Cloudy with occasional rain. Like I said before, Tuesday is going to be kind of rotten. Rainy and high of 75. Uh, Governor Moore Healy and others will be gathering today in Holyoke to celebrate the start of work to erect a new Holyoke Veterans Home, kicking off five years of demolition and construction at the facility that used to be called the Soldier's Home. It's now going to be the Veterans Home. And she and others are also expected to meet privately with families of 77 veterans who died, dozens of others who were sickened in a COVID-19 outbreak in the, at the facility in 2020. That outbreak and its death toll drew national headlines. It sparked investigations revealing poor conditions at the home before and during the pandemic that sparked an ongoing criminal investigation of former uh, Superintendent Bennett Walsh and his one-time medical director David Clinton. Uh, Healy brought those cases uh, brought were brought those cases up as an attorney general, uh, but she is going to be there today for the big celebration of the new uh, soldiers. Uh, what are they calling it now? Veterans Home. Veterans Home. Yeah, but uh, it's about time that someone actually invests in that facility after ignoring it for so damn long. I think there's a wait list now to get in there, right? Now that they have all the new beds and stuff like that? Probably. Sure. Think of all the how many more veterans there are. Yeah. I want to get my dad in there. My dad's in one of those memory care places now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's depressing. Well, I think anytime you're in a home, it's depressing. Yeah. It's yeah. like how, well, how much quality a, is, is the facility. His facility is a lockdown facility. So, like, they make sure because he was breaking out of his old facility. He was like uh, he was like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, <laughs> you know, like when they would do like a desk t- change. My dad would time the change when they would do the security change. My dad would make a break for it. They caught him on Memorial Drive in his Walker and his Johnny in December, going down the breakdown lane. So they someone picked him up. He was hitchhiking, so we ended up moving him over to Aguam. Right, they, they locked him down, and uh, the joke I always say was. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, my father always grounded me all the time, which, Molly, I know you guys don't know what that is. Your generation has a timeout. But it's like a timeout. That, it's a timeout that really mattered. It's right. where your parents locked you in your room. Yeah, or made you stand in a corner they for a locked while. You, yeah, they locked you away like you were like a, a leper or something, like right. they used to say. And uh, my dad just grounded me for all of uh, high school. So the, the joke was when we dropped my dad off the assistant facility, my brother and my nephews and everything moved them all in, and they were all sad. They were hugging him goodbye because it was depressing because you see all these like older guys that used to be big strapping guys and now they're playing with dollies and stuff like that you know right. and my my brother my the two nephews go and then i walked up and i hugged my dad and i just said uh 
guess who's grounded now? <laughs> you know, I I told my dad that um. <laughs> I said I said my brother goes that's when he when he got done laughing he goes that's messed up and I go it is messed up but you know. He forgot about it 15 minutes later, so it's fine. <laughs> you would hold on to yeah. it for 25 years. <laughs> yeah. I told my dad, um, it's actually kind of a thing for us, you know, younger generation, that the longer you help your daughter uh, with her car and pay for her car and gas, <laughs> oh. the longer they wait to put you in a home. You're, yeah. extorting, <laughs> your fa- you're extorting your father. No, this poor guy. Poor Dave. <laughs> He's you're fine. Extorting like, your dad. He's fine. Yeah, like the longer he has to pay for you, the more and more he's just going to remember every dime he ever spent. Oh, well, that tuition is really... <laughs> oh, yeah. A, uh, a man was killed on Saturday night in the second shooting uh, of the day, bringing the city's homicide rate to its highest that it's been in 24 years. We can uh, do yeah. it. Well, Jeez. yeah, you're right. Yeah, we can, great. So we can so break the record. Back-to-back weekend deaths put Springfield's homicide total at 22. That's the largest, re- largest recorded in data that goes back to 1999. And there are still four more months left to go in the year. Until now, the highest annual homicide rate in Springfield was 20. Uh, that total was recorded in 2007 to 2013 and again in 2019. Uh, the top area areas law enforcement officials say there are many factors leading to this, uh, but many uh, believe that it is because uh, many people who are committing crimes that do not have firearm permits and handmade ghost guns are all over the damn place. Wait, are you? Are you? Do you mean to tell me that? Uh these murderers are not following proper gun laws? You know, that's the thing about it. If <laughs> if they just followed some of the right. laws, then that would be fine. I'd shoot you in the face right now, except I have a three-day mandatory waiting period that I'm waiting uh, waiting for. Uh, Dom Sarno was calling for an emergency meeting of the first responder, saying in, uh, in a statement, in quote, uh, in light of the recent uptick in gun violence resulting in two murders this weekend, I am calling an emergency meeting of this task force to explore all options available to us to address this situation, we must use every resource available to us to ensure that our streets are safe. God bless uh, America. God bless the city of Springfield. God bless this hair, this perfect hair. That yeah, has. no kidding. But, you you know, this is a good thing. This is a moment. They call it a teachable moment. We can reach out. We can tell the listeners, if you're thinking of murdering somebody, you don't have to. Save it for next year. We've already hit our number. We could just coast through these last four years, you know what I mean? And, yeah. Or four months. And there doesn't have to be any more killing. But you know what? I mean, so here you have a weekend. Uh, you had uh, it's, it was enshrinement weekend, right? So you had so half of what they were going to do for the Hall of Famers was happening in Springfield on Saturday. You had Bill Burr in yep. town over the weekend. You had a great uh, Free Music Friday event at MGM. Right. You had a lot going on. They can't shoot everybody. That's the good news. Okay. So for those people who will read headlines like this and say, oh, boy, you know, 22 people have been been killed in Springfield. It's a lot of people. It's way too many people. Too many people. It should not persuade you from coming to downtown Springfield. A lot of these situations uh, were targeted events is what they're uh, saying. And it's not... uh, there's no common thread between each individual shooting or murder, but uh, these are usually intentional, targeted situations, like and not you know for something that the average dude in the street has to be overly concerned by. Right, right. They're uh, more a result of already ongoing nefarious criminal activity or gang stuff or whatever. Usually, right. Uh yeah. Not that that makes it any 
better. It's still families that are losing their loved ones. But it's, it's still it's still tragic. It's right. still you know. Ha- but having these ghost guns out in the streets I, I, and having a lot of these guys you know not being held by 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 bail and being allowed to just you know walk out of jail after you know whatever. There's no dangerousness hearings being. Uh, done ex- expeditiously. So, I mean, these are the kinds of things that happen. Could, could one of you guys educate me on something? I don't know if this is your spot or maybe Molly's. Is a ghost gun one that they just make at home? Is that what a ghost gun is? You can uh, make a ghost gun using uh, 3D printer parts. So you can really legit... People feel comfortable discharging a firearm that they made at their house with a printer um yes they could do that that's terrifying it is terrifying and what's even more terrifying is that uh if these guns are used in a crime they're not nearly as traceable as say a gun that you bought in a store hence the ghost part right i see right i see i uh i would never be able to make one of these at my house because I would always run out of magenta, or cyan, or cyan. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And that's I the thing with three D printing. A gun with no trigger or no barrel, and I would be like, God dang it! Yeah, <laughs> I see, gotta go to Staples. See, to me, the the real target of our aggression should not be, or our outrage should not be against like you know Smith and Wesson or Colt. No. It should really be against Hewlett Packard. Uh, yes, or brother. <laughs> it's it's the printer companies these, these that are really causing crime. Big in ink, this. big ink. They call. The uh, former Ware fire chief, Thomas Colomb, has been indicted for allegedly embezzling more than $28,000 from the town and three regional fire associations. Well, uh, Colomb is expected to be arraigned uh, at a later date in four counts of larceny over 1,200 hours. That's according to the Office of the Inspector General. He's being accused of submitting false and inflated reimbursement requests to the town and allegedly stole funds from three nonprofit fire associations. Uh, I need more hats. I need more helmets. I need... Uh Twenty eight thousand dollars and where I got re- like stealing nine hundred million dollars from Springfield. <laughs> it's the whole budget for the town. Poor where, sorry. I I know, but uh, you know. So they you, allegedly say he was inflating expense accounts. He he was well, yes, he was uh, submitting reimbursement requests for expenses that did not occur or overstated the expenses with false or altered receipts. And it's alleged, it's alleged he stole more than $3,700 from the town. Uh, he was also the treasurer of three fire associations, so he may have had easy access to cash sure, sure. left and right. And according to the indictments between 2013 and 2020, Colum it, uh, embezzled more than $24,000 from those associations. Well, I would judge this guy, but I have to confess something. About 20-something years ago, my first job out of college, my boss always said, you have an unlimited expense account. You guys do whatever you want. If you got to wine and dine customers, you wine and dine them. Sure. So they used to send people up to work with us, you know. And my boss was like, listen, we keep getting these requests. So one day he comes up. He goes, We're, take me somewhere nice. I said, sure. He goes, I, I could go for Italian. And I said, sure, we'll go to Italian. He goes, I'd like to go to this Italian place. I always see you and some of the guys going to when they come up here. It must be amazing. There's like three, four hundred dollar bills when you guys come through on the expense. Because can you take me to this uh, Anthony's Fine Food and Drink? <laughs> okay. And uh, I was like, I can't take you there. And he was like, <laughs> Why? And I was like, 
because uh, they're closed for renovations. And then he said, okay. And I said, but I'll take you to Northampton. And then we were driving to Northampton, and he said to me, does the renovations have anything to do with them installing new poles <laughs> at Anthony's Food and Drink? Because he had already done his research and right. realized yes. that we weren't really having dinner. You were there for the entertainment. Yes. I mean, there was a buffet, uh, the lunch buffet. In fact, no one used it. You know, yeah, no, no, I've, uh, I've listen, here, here we are talking about buffets, but strip cl club buffets okay, have never really been my thing. You can't, you never, I don't think it's anyone's thing. I don't even know why they ever had them. I mean, to me, like if you're eating lunch in front of someone who was dancing for you, that's somewhat disrespectful. You know, anytime <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of though, think, about, think it. about it. Yeah. Just over there, this poor girl's working her hardest to get that $1 bill from you. And you're over here wet napping your dirty fingers. Yeah. And and, yeah, and, and you're saying, no, I can't possibly have a, a lap dance with you. I, I'm on a fixed budget. Meanwhile, you ordered a $50 lunch. It is rude. It's, it's very rude. Of that. Yeah. Don't take into the account of the uh, entertainers here. <laughs> it's going to be a mix of sun and clouds today, a high of 84. Tonight, cloudy with occasional rain, low of 67. For tomorrow, rainy, a high of 75. It is currently, ooh, I say, what, uh, 64 degrees right now. In downtown Springfield. I'm Michael Quinlan, your table. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 649 in Nirvana with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Uh, Scott Cohen will be joining us in just a little while. Pretty good chance we'll be talking about Patriot football. Rock 102 bringing you Patriot football all season long. This Saturday, the Patriots continue their preseason with a tune-up against my beloved Green Bay Packers. The live pregame begins at 5 p.m. Kickoff scheduled at 8. Bob Soshi and Scott Zolak will bring all the play-by-play -play action. The Patriots play here on Rock 102. Scott Zolak apparently will be joining us uh, throughout the season. No. Yeah, he'll be doing that again. There'll be, a, I think, our third or fourth season with Zolak. On the on the morning show? Yeah. Oh, I got, see, I got I to gotta come in one of those days. Sure. Why I, not? Because I got a great Scott Zolak story. Oh, you're the guy. Well, <laughs> the company... Coincidentally, I talked about on my last break, my first one out of college was based out of Pennsylvania, and I worked with a gentleman named Rob Tannehill. Okay. And Rob graduated high school with Scott Zolak. Oh. And okay. Scott Zolak was the Patriots quarterback of this time period. All right. And he's like, do you like him? I go, yeah, he seems pretty good. He goes, yeah, Buckethead. <laughs> I said, what? He goes, that's his name in high school. We all called him Buckethead. Buckethead? Yeah. So I think Scott Zolak, I'm... I'm hoping it's probably forgotten or put that out of his memory. I don't know. You may not have forgotten it, but he's got a good sense of humor about that stuff. Well, then I'm going to ask him, hey, is there any truth to the rumor that your nickname in high school is Buckethead? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know the, 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 the derivation of that. Like, where, how did he get the name Buckethead? I guess he, in high school, he probably had an adult sized head on a regular sized uh, body, and it looked like it fit, would fit into a bucket. Or got loaded and had his head in a bucket could you know, be that's, that that's happened too could be that too that's certainly not to possibly. be confused with the bucket head who wore uh kentucky fried chicken bucket on his head and played uh, you play guitar, guitar yeah i know but that's a good hook isn't it yeah they, they really went uh, what a downshift to go from slash and that gray hair to a guy with a greasy chicken bucket <laughs> on his head Imagine shocked it didn't work listen, out. Listen, I'm just a I'm just an ordinary every average you know day guitar player. I, I need a hook. <laughs> you, I got Are you going to what are you going to do with that bucket when you're done with it? <laughs> Let me put that on my head and see if I can fashion a career out of it. Some guy probably was sitting around couldn't figure out how to stand out as a guitarist. Yeah. 
and was just like, you know what? I'm going the opposite <laughs> direction. Everyone else keeps getting bigger hair, bigger hair, more Aquanet. Just give me that greasy chicken bucket. <laughs> throw it on my head and be done with this. But then you're stuck doing that every show. Yeah. You got to make sure you got your buckets with you at the airport in your, in your bag. <laughs> you got like a, like a whole like a, you. like a whole bunch of buckets on a skid coming out of the plane. Yeah, TSA, every time every time I go through with my luggage, they always stop me in the line and pull the buckets out. They want to know what's going on. You know, the amazing part about Buckethead, not Scott Zolak, but the uh, the guitar players. I can't wait to tell Scott Zolak. Is the guy can actually really play. Oh, yeah, of he's course. An ex- he's an excellent guitar player. Sure. The problem is no one recognizes him based upon his talent or ability they only recognize him as the idiot with a bucket on his head boy you got a chicken bucket on your head (laughs) the other problem is everyone's throwing biscuits at him during the concert (laughs) um i I bet you you could we could probably hire Buckethead the next time you do a wing thing yeah sure I bet you he's affordable. Something tells me he's real affordable I don't, right now. I don't think he was as cheap as the band we got yesterday. No. I mean, they were great. Those, those two guys, you know, Double Dose of Dave was good. But I don't, Did I you don't, really have a band called Double Dose of Dave? Double Dose of Dave. So it's just two guys named Dave? Oh, yeah, probably. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that bell just went off, huh? <laughs> That's a Monday for sure. Well, I, never, I never really thought about that. <laughs> I didn't even... Oh yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, listen, Dave and Dave, if you guys, <laughs> if you guys want to, you want to take that career up to the next level. Yeah. Add yeah. add Buckethead to the band. <laughs> Throw a Chick Fil A bucket on your head or something. It'd be fine. Yeah, I think that would make uh, that would make things a whole lot uh, right. more <laughs> right, a whole lot more enjoyable. It's uh, six fifty four with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rockwood O Two Ovens and Traegerwood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, there are times when the best thing that a baseball fan can hope for is a well-placed 10-game road trip. Especially true when you've just been finishing a 10-game homestand, which you're only able to win half those games against largely inferior opponents. Granted, all those wins came within the last week, but at this point, maybe it's just better, better best to spend some time apart. Perhaps it's best we start playing baseball against other people because sometimes an abrupt change of scenery is all you really need to start putting things into proper perspective. You see, the Red Sox have only 51 games left on the schedule, and while that might seem like plenty of time for the Red Sox to make their move in the standings, I find that the clock is ticking away at an alarming rate. With 51 regular season games left in the schedule, including tomorrow night's road trip against the truly dreadful Washington Nationals, I believe that now is the time for the Red Sox to start obliterating people. There are three games out of the American League wildcard spot. Washington Nationals are straight-up garbage, and then you have the opportunity of a lifetime, a three-game series on Friday against the last-place New York Yankees. You couldn't write a better script than if you tried. You won five out of your last seven games. You're not facing a decent team until another week. Now is the time to start plowing through these games like the warm-up exhibitions that they are. Yes, you had guys like Adam Duvall jacking a three-run home run. You had Justin Turner blasting home runs in consecutive games. Even a Chris Sale retired the first 14 batters he faced on Friday, just 10 weeks since being placed on the DL for the 900th time in a Red Sox uniform. Believe me, now is the time for the Red Sox to really dig in and show everybody who's boss. And if that doesn't work, you'll just have to come home and face teams like the Dodgers and the Houston Astros when you get back. That's why you need to win these games now on the road so that when you start losing games next week at home, it won't sting nearly as much. It's basic math. 
It's also a fierce level of avoidance to trying to prolong the inevitable suffering until the very last possible second. And really, that's all anyone can hope for with 51 games left to go. But hey, and if I'm yappin', sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You been uh, got yourself a painting project in South Hadley? You better be talking to Kendra. She's the paint whisperer of the South Hadley Rockies. You got at least one smart, friendly paint advisor in every Rockies Ace Hardware location, including South Hadley, and that person is Kendra. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 708 and Bon Jovi with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. What a delight, however, to welcome him back. You have the music on? The music oh, is yeah. on. All right, I don't have my headphones on. You don't like need what? it. I want to make, I need the music. It sounds like this. ba ba boop ba Yeah. ba ba boop Yeah, I yeah. like that. You I should, like that music. You should see what happens when he has to make a, sal- a sales call. <laughs> <laughs> I bring that in. On you a, should yeah. just bring me in. I'll just come on in. On my little room. cassette player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just bring me in live, and I'll just come in. ba boop boop You need one of those old John Facenda NFL films. Oh, dude, they're the best. He walks into the office with a well-prepared, yeah, like a finely tuned machine. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not bringing you on any sales calls. No. You are, dude. You're getting too much uh, exposure as it is. I mean, when is when is enough enough? I mean, never. I'm a comedian. This is what we do. <laughs> I've got to fill that hole. Yeah, the moment fill that hole that my daddy never did. So. I think it. I think it might be time for me to finally refer to you as a big fat. Phony. Uh, well, right, Baxi? You know. Hey, listen, he's here. For, I, I got to have him here until Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm You're sorry. officially part I of the t- club. I take issue with two of those adjectives. <laughs> Actually, no, just one. It's the phony. The big and the fat, you got me on. Uh, well, nothing can't argue here. with that one. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about the what you're here for. Okay, um, what am I here for? A couple of things. Patriots had their first exhibition game against they Houston. Did. You know what? They may for anyone who was all upset because they didn't win. Get that out of your head. Get it out of get your it, head. I, Don't it worry. doesn't matter. Doesn't it matter. Doesn't even matter whether you win or lose. They never do good in the preseason when they have a successful season. Anyway, it's not he uses it, that as a tune-up. It's and, what it is. You're just looking at people. You're lo- you're looking at people for the most part that you're never going to ever hear or see again. Yep. But well. but there's one guy. But right now it's all about Malik Cunningham. Yeah, everybody yeah. loves this guy. I love this guy. Who doesn't? What's not to like? Um, he's he is. It's so typical Bill Belichick to have plucked this guy off the reclamation heap. Yep. Un undrafted uh, free agent. The sign he's made. He, they signed him to a two hundred thousand dollar contract. I'm not even sure all of that's guaranteed. Probably is. It but, is guaranteed. But two two hundred grand, and he's he's the star of the show. He's one of these wide receiver quarterback multi purpose guys that's going to make the team. He's going to make the team. He's going to shine at both positions, and it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be like uh, it'll be fourth and two, and he'll line up under center this it's going to be all about him this year it's you know it's going to be interesting because you know there's a lot of people who are you know in foxborough saying you know mac jones looks like he's a whole lot more focused and you know he's been real solid during this whole uh for for, for pretty much the entire camp but then you see this this kid and you go hmm if something were to unfortunately happen to a mac jones Right, you've got options. Right, I, I mean, mean what would, I mean, really, what would you? Um, and listen, there's a there's a long way between here and there. Okay, I mean, let's just let's just put that on the table. True, but let's just say that that God forbid Mac Jones blows out his knee against oh, the Eagles. Why would you say that? In the well, 
Let's let's say he gets a, a like a like a brief turf toe. Okay, he gets turf Jeff, toe. He, he gets turf toe. What do you you know? What do you do? You do you well, automatically and, 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 go to ba- Bailey Zappi, or do you all of a sudden? Well, give, in years give past, you would say, "Oh boy, here we go." Brian Hoyer is suiting up. You know, that, yeah, you say that. Can't but, say that. Can't say that now. But can't say yeah, that now. You know, Zappi or or uh, uh, this guy. It's like, yeah, okay. And I was reading. That. Um, I was reading my uh, some of Mike Reese's stuff. He's the uh, the big yep. Patriot beat writer. Um, and this morning, and I guess Cunningham got a lot of snaps at quarterback on Sunday. So yeah. they're they're checking this guy out, and they they leave for Green Bay tomorrow to practice uh, in Green Bay, probably against the Packers all week, and then they 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 play them in the second exhibition game. Yeah, and this listen, there's a lot going on, and it's exciting. I feel like we're always as New England fans rooting for the underdog. We're always rooting for the backup guy. Because we still have a Tom Brady complex. Yeah. You know what I mean? A Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady. Yeah, thing. that's a very interesting point. I, I feel like it's a psychological thing. I, I'm i still all about Team Mac Jones. I but, am too. No question I, about this it. This is why I like this. Because now everyone's talking about Malik Cunningham, right? I don't think that puts an ounce of pressure on Mac Jones because he knows it's his He team. knows it's his job. He knows. Other than worrying about a Jeff Galuli, you know, there's a reference <laughs> right? for you. Exactly. <laughs> Someone Google that if you're uh, younger. You're Little like, baton that? to the knee, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Why, Why me? <laughs> so, other than a Jeff Galuli, you got you got nothing to worry about if you're Mac Jones. And I think honestly, um, this Malik, I think it was a brilliant stroke by Belichick bringing him in as as quote unquote a receiver mm-hmm. because he could learn the offense. He could sit in the meetings. It's not an immediate threat to Bailey or to Mac. He did that with with Julian Edelman, who was right. a quarterback in college. But where I where I looked and saw it was when he ran that touchdown. And if you look at Belichick's face, he looks at one of the assistants, kind of like, "Yeah, this is hey, this, this is, is what we're talking this about. This is what we were talking about in all those meetings." Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm real excited about him. The uh, the Red Sox uh, still alive, still alive. I don't want to hear any of the nonsense about. There's no way they're making the playoffs. That's not true. They won five out of the last seven. Yep, uh, half the games in the in this homestand, and you know they're going to take on uh, uh, Wash- Washington ten, and then the Yankees ten, and and then the Astros. Then tough, the Astros. Tough ten game road trip. Look, Chris Sale came back Friday night. Uh, looked great. Uh, Tanner Houck is is going to be making uh, a rehab start in either in Worcester or in Portland. Trevor Story is back four for four with stolen bases and doubles yesterday. They're three games back. I you listen. I like this team. I don't care what anybody says. They're 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 still there. Uh, there's more than hope. I think they've got a chance to make the playoffs. It's weird because you know, like the standings don't really tell the story here. At all, because I mean, well, you, I mean, you know, they do and they don't. Well, yeah, I mean, but you know, if you're going to base this team on how other teams are throughout Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. they're an exceptionally good team. They're they an just happen to team. be in yes. in a in a in a division with uh, the best the best teams the in, best baseball. Team in baseball, and it, it's 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 no fault, uh, but but uh, but just it, it's happenstance. But and, you know, that just like you said, three games out of. The wild card spot that could easily change within the course of two weeks. Right. Easily. How about this? If you think how much better you would feel, and this is this is how how tenuous it is. If we were sitting here this morning and they were two games back, we it'd be a completely different conversation, right? Well, two's two's a lot different than three when you're ta- when you're talking about things like this. Tomorrow morning, 
They, uh, or uh, Wednesday morning, they could be two games back. Yeah, and, and as a guy who has lived his career kind of uh, having the same thing, two is always better than three. Yeah. This, is, this, <laughs> this is the... And I know that whoops. for most for oh, certain. Whoops. Whoops. Survey says, uh, this is always... This is what Nagel and I were talking about, though. And we talk about sports analysis where we, you get the really in-depth thing. Two is... It would be better a situation than three. Yes. Yes. That is <laughs> yes, true. It would. Yes, it would. Brave stance. <laughs> yes. What I want to say. This is what you have me here for. Right. <laughs> With that kind of amazing analysis. Yep. What? <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks for coming. I want to, in your 30 years, yeah. I used to watch you on television doing sports. In your 30 years of in-depth experience, I need to have one question. It's burning. Is one game out better than two games? Well, out? yes. Well, when, no. See, that's if you're one game out. That think of the pressure. It's yeah. almost better to be two games out because it's like, okay, we're kind of in the mix. One game, then you start really thinking about how. Close I'm just you wondering, are. Uh, Marty, whether you uh, picked up on my thinly veiled metaphor. I, I don't know. I don't know if you did. I, I don't know if, if you it, caught mine where I said the survey says. Even even Molly choked on her uh, hot chocolate over <laughs> there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but all right, all right. Hey, um, we're we're. I want to get to this before before I walk out of here. Um, you have you told me a lot about Hall of Fame weekend when I walked in here. I didn't yeah. hear the view from the couch, and oh, dude, that is just highway the, robbery. The the deal with uh, and and listen, this has nothing to do with. Our relationship with the Hall of Fame. No. It has everything to do with the, it. Doesn't you know? It has everything to do with the well, fact what, that what you, what's up with your relationship with the oh. Well, I mean, it's look, there have been never, a couple of disagreements along the way. As a non-employee of Rockwood <laughs> Two and just an independent contractor, well, what relationship would we be talking about right now? Were you talking about the fact that uh, this enshrinement week and they had plenty of parking available down there? Well, they had. Uh, well, Tony Parker was there. That's uh, you know, you had that. Ooh, yeah. uh, you had. Uh, you know, maybe the best Marquette basketball player in the last uh, 50 years. Uh, you're not talking to the only Marquette guy in town. Yeah, <laughs> wearing a shirt this morning. Representing, because I love, I love me some Dwayne Wade. But, uh, no, the thing that, that I, I focused in on is they had autograph sessions. One was at Mohegan on Friday, and then another one was in Springfield on Saturday. Um, you had to pay God, to just... get in to either one. If you If you wanted to get into the autograph session with the – Incoming class that was on Friday at Mohegan. That ticket cost you between four hundred and seven hundred and fifty dollars. This, this comes from the Hall of Fame website, so where I got that information. I just cannot believe that. And if you wanted to skip in line, that you would have to buy into a VIP package that could cost you up to five grand. Uh, For five grand, yeah. D Wade should show up at my hotel room, walk me down to the thing myself. And also serve me buffalo wings. Yeah, that would be great. Come over and mow my lawn for that much money. Exactly. Now the Springfield one uh, was a two hundred and fifty dollar ticket, and they only had two hundred tickets available. And you could it could only be, you know, one person per ticket, one thing to sign from the outside. So if you brought a basketball, you know, one autograph per Hall of Famer. And Saturday wasn't even anyone from the incoming class. That I just, buddy, that's so bad. It's you, you know, it just it just kind of shows that you know the average person in Springfield, the average citizen in Springfield, can't pay that. No, I I mean, I I wouldn't pay that. And I and I, and I love the Hall of Fame. And I love I love basketball. basketball. I do. 
but I'm not going to spend two hundred and fifty dollars to have someone sign a ball. Right. Yep. I, you know what I would do with that two hundred fifty dollars? Totally unrelated, but I would donate it to the Mayflower Marathon. Mm. I would. That's what I would do. You there. really are a big fat phony. <laughs> no, he means it. Just stop. He means stop. it. Stop. All right. So, any, but <laughs> very, very quickly, I just wanted to recognize um, uh, Amherst coach uh, Dave Hickson. He was part of the class. Um, I've known. I've, like I said, I've been, I've been covering sports here for thirty plus years, forty for my career. I've known Dave since I first got to the area way back when. Uh, just a, a perfect, perfect gentleman. Great coach. Uh, super ambassador for the game. Um, his two sons, um, Matt is um, his is a documentary filmmaker down in New York who has uh, a, a documentary that is nominated for an Oscar. Awesome. And his son, Michael, is an Olympic diver who won a silver medal in Rio and another silver in Japan. Wow. And his wife, Maddie, um, is, um, or excuse me, Mandy, is going to be inducted into the UMass uh, Sports Hall of Fame in September because she's been a longtime diving coach there. Just a great family. Uh, he's the first Division Three coach to get in, and it's just he's it's just great. Yeah, uh, he's. Am I? Did I get this right? He's the only D three coach to ever he's been inducted. He's the only only Division Three oh, coach. That's to get amazing. In. It is, and you know, listen. Kudos to the Hall of Fame and and to the in, induction committee because I think they you know they want to recognize people like that who have been you know not so much shortchanged, but they just don't get the recognition. And what was really great, the coaching fraternity, uh, John Calipari and Jim Calhoun presented. Uh, Dave Hickson on Saturday night. So it, it was just, it's, it was such a great feel-good story. And again, Dave's a, a, a great guy, a terrific person, a great coach, and a wonderful ambassador. All right. That's, okay. that's awesome. And my, my time is done here. All right. Very good, uh, Scott Cohen. Always a delight and a joy. Here's the music. They're playing it. Boop, 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 all right, good to see you. You too. It's uh, 722 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni with Scott Cohen of Rock 102. Rock 102's, cl- Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 729 in Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock 102. By the way, uh, TikToks. We haven't even talked about TikToks once. Molly, how are we doing one of the TikToks? I was just going to mention that we hadn't mentioned it this morning. We're doing great. I posted one this morning about our... Lovely friend Marty being here. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know I'm a star of a TikTok video. Yeah. You are. And the fact she called you lovely. How often do you get that? <laughs> Never in my life. <laughs> well, there the you first go. Time. We're up to 834 followers, which uh, is awesome. I, 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 a thousand can't be that hard to, we to do. We need to get Listen. a thousand by yeah. the end of the week. It's my last week. All right. it, this is this has been my 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 project here, my child. We got to get. <laughs> your, <this laughs> we have to get to a thousand. This is your. Ma- Listen, Molly's not sick, but. <laughs> She's got to go back to school. So if we could get that up to a thousand, yeah. won't you help a girl <laughs> like a Molly? Young social a media person. intern striving yeah. for success. Exactly what we need. Well, you know what? You've been doing a great job with the TikToks. I know you did the one of Steve and I. You edited it for us and everything that we took. Yes, the, that uh, one has gotten a lot of feedback. The hot dog one. The hot dog one. There we go. So Steve likes to vlog his day, and I edit it all together for TikToks. Well, you're doing a great job with it, and I think that, I, you know, I'll tell you what. Uh, I asked people to follow me when we were talking about Costco. Remember we were talking about your favorite items from Costco? Right. I now have, I I probably picked up 200 followers from people on that. 
and now I'm close to three thousand. So I'm doing the same thing. Like I want to get, I want to get to the three thousand. Yeah, and I'm hoping the listeners will follow me or whatever. I bet you, just because you asked, you're gonna hit, you're gonna hit a thousand this week. I hope so. I, I think, I think that's, I think that's uh, perfectly attainable. We've been getting a lot of good feedback too, Bex. I told you there was someone on the Facebook that commented Molly for producer. Yeah, right. I, I feel like that means I should have a job once I graduate. Let's well, make, let's make it fun. <laughs> you got let's, three years left to go. Let's make it. Hey, you know what? She's way more motivated than uh, either of us probably were when we were in college. Oh yeah, okay. I wasn't thinking about jobs even when I was graduate. I had my degree in my hand. I was at the. Uh, I was hungover. I yep. was still half drunk. I think my anyway. motiva- my motivation was <laughs> was finding a bucket or a toilet or I, something yeah. like that. I had a. I, this is a true it's story. It's the ability to multitask, guys. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Your generation has that. Ours does not. I had a twelve pack under my uh, graduation ground. I was just sitting there uh, drinking my last beers, worried about what I was going to do that summer because I knew I didn't want a real job until September. You're already thinking about a real job. I think. That you're gonna you're gonna hit that, and I think that that's gonna bode well for you. I will say, why don't we make it an interesting thing, Bax? Why don't we say, if we end up hitting a thousand followers on TikTok, yeah, Bax and I will do a TikTok dance. Oh Jesus! Come on, Bax. Yeah. I think that's right. fantastic. We'll so do can a we TikTok dance by Thursday? But it's got to be Thursday. That is true. So we have to hit it by Thursday. We're already up. We're at eight hundred and forty-nine now. Yeah. So we've already gone up like right. 12, 15 right. followers. See this? Um, you know, if you have a specific dance you want to see Pax and Marty do, <laughs> right. go comment it on the TikTok. Right. Send me ideas. Send the Rock 102 TikTok ideas. If I hit uh, 3,000 on my Instagram, I will give away two tickets to the <laughs> Thursday Night Lost Comedy Club Dinner Buffet $20 show. This week's going to yeah. be fantastic. And, and who is the headliner this week, Marty? Well, it's funny you should say that, Bax. It won't be me because uh, I'm going somewhere and everyone always says, ah. Oh. But I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. When I'm not there, yeah. it's actually a better show. When I'm not there, I book in heavier hitters because I know that I'm not there. I want to put it in, in really good hands. So I stacked the lineup. So it'll be a stacked lineup. It'll be a great show. Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah. So if I hit uh, 3,000 and you hit 1,000, I'm giving out tickets and you're... Uh, I'm making you guys dance. And, and you're making us dance. <laughs> See, that's Fair how enough. you do this. This Fair is motivating enough. people, guys. That's the it. follower count is going that's up right now. That's what I'm talking now. about. <laughs> it's 733 News. It's... 736 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. And if you just give me a doggone minute, I will get <laughs> to news toot sweet. Ah, yes. Uh, Governor Maura Healy is going to be in uh, the area today in Holyoke to celebrate uh, the start of work to erect a new Holyoke Veterans Home, kicking off uh, five years of demolition and construction at the facility that used to be called the Soldier's Home. She and others were expected to meet privately with the families of the 77 veterans who died uh, during COVID uh, at the facility in 2020. The outbreak and its death toll drew national headlines. It sparked all kinds of investigations revealing poor conditions at the home before and during the pandemic that sparked the ongoing criminal prosecution of former uh, Superintendent Bennett Walsh and its one-time medical director, Dr. David Clinton. Uh, Healy brought those cases as the Attorney General. Today, state officials will look to the future. State Senator John Velas, uh, Monday's gathering with family, ahead of uh, the ceremonial groundbreaking. So it's a it's a pretty big day for uh, for the city of Holyoke, and it's about time that someone starts paying attention with money and resources for that facility. Uh, good for the governor. She's been out here now 
the two times over the last uh, couple times I've filled in. Yeah. The other time she was speaking out in front of the fruit fair. Oh, on the day that you wanted to get the chicken salad? The day I got the chicken salad. It's uh, interesting. Former Ware Fire Chief Thomas Colum has been indicted for allegedly embezzling more than $28,000 from the town and three regional fire associations. Colum is expected to be arraigned at a later date. I don't know when that's going to be. On four counts of larceny, over 1,200 hours. According to the Office of the Inspector General, he's accused of submitting false and inflated reimbursement requests to the town and allegedly stole funds from three nonprofit fire associations. Following a tip, the Inspector General's office began an investigation of the incident. That investigation has been referred to the Worcester County DA by Hampshire County DA uh, District Attorney to avoid a conflict of interest. Uh, Cologne was the Ware Fire Chief from 2020. It's okay. It says he was the Fire Chief from 2022 to 2019. We're going back in time. This it's like, guy, yeah, that's how we knew something was shady. That's right. <laughs> this guy had hired and then went back in time and stole all this money. Yeah. So the allegedly. So, so Fire Chief Marty McFly is, is going back in time. Anyway, it's, it is alleged that uh, he submitted reimbursement requests for expenses that did not occur and overstayed the expenses with false false or altered receipts. And it's alleged he stole more than $3,700 from the town. And uh, between that and the he served as the treasurer for three fire associations and has allegedly embezzled $24,000 from those associations. $3,700, I'm pretty sure, is half of the wear annual budget for the town. I I can't be I can't. certain that it's not the entire budget. <laughs> it might be. For all I know. Uh, in Northampton, people gathered outside the City Hall on Sunday to call for changes in policing after footage from a traffic stop in April was released that shocked many people. On uh, November 4th, uh, Northampton police officer John Salou tried to conduct a traffic stop on Marisol, I, I'm going to butcher this last name, uh, Dryoch, Dreich, I don't know. Anyway, she drove uh, by him with a broken headlight, and according to the police record, Salou approached the uh, the vehicle that uh, she was driving, explaining, explaining he was pulling her over for the broken headlight and that she failed to pull over. Uh, the woman, who is uh, primarily Spanish-speaking, informed the officer that she didn't understand why she was stopped. Her attorney confirms to Western Mass News that English is not her first language. Uh, the officer asked for her license and registration several times, called for additional units because she simply was not understanding what he was asking for. And, of course, then uh, she was placed in handcuffs and, I believe, uh, pepper sprayed and pulled out of the car you know forcibly and of course yesterday there was the uh, the protest about uh, her treatment and uh so there you go that's an ongoing situation Whoa. um but you know <sighs> i didn't see the video so i can't comment but uh you know i i saw the video and it doesn't really look good and the fact that you have someone who may not have understood the the police officer's commands because English is not her first, first language. language. It's like, well, you know, what do you do? I don't know what the... But then you wonder sometimes, is it that uh, you don't understand the language or is it that you choose not to? You know what I mean? Yeah, but there's also the possibility that the officer involved may have acted more aggressively than it was necessary. Very fair. And I, you know, I from from that perspective, I, I can understand the, the point of view from the... From the protesters in this. Here's what I'm I'm trying. When I uh, when I order Chinese food, <laughs> this is a stretch. But when I order Chinese food, the place I go to, 
they yeah, give you a two liter of soda free when you order $25 or more. Sure. But when it's the owner working, I always go, oh, do I get my free two liter? And he's just like, I don't understand what you're saying, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's, I do the whole thing. When it's anyone else, they go, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And then one day I was in there, not too long ago, I'll say, and uh, he was speaking flawless English. <laughs> and well, I was like, oh, I get it. So well, when I want my free two liter, all of a sudden no one understands what I'm asking for. You know, if uh, if it could I, be that such, I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying it could if, be. If I were bilingual and understood another language and someone, true, and someone asked me for something free, yeah, I would forget English too. But that's but that's justifiable. Well, I uh, this is this is fair, and right. the fact that both of us are idiots and can't speak another language, we can barely muddle through the ones that we were born we're to struggling speak. with. This one, we're struggling yeah. with this one today. If, so. I, if I were being pulled over in Northampton, I'm not sure I understand <laughs> what's going true. on either. <laughs> fair point. Forty uh, nine year old Chickabee man faces drunk driving charges for the fifth time after he crashed his motorcycle on Friday night. Uh, police uh, responded to a to a Katy Street at 5.30 p.m. on Friday after receiving multiple citizens' calls reporting a motorcyclist driving erratically at a high rate of speed. Uh, when officers arrived, they found the man had crashed uh, near 90, 96 Katy Street, was treated for serious injuries by Ludlow Fire Department paramedics who brought him to the hospital by ambulance. This is the man's fifth DUI. I said this to you off air, but I'm going to say it on air. This is how you know you're a lifelong Chicopean. I pretty, I was like, they didn't announce the person's name, but I'm like, I'm really hoping it's not one of my friends that I grew up with. Yeah. Which tells you, A, the people I grew up with, <laughs> and but, B. But, but you know a lot of guys <laughs> who are working on Ford DUI. Well, and this is, this is the other thing I said. I go, you know. The guy's my age, so even if it's not the guy it could be that I'm praying it's not, uh, it's probably someone I know. <laughs> it is a small town. It's a, sm it's a big, small town. A uh, husband and wife from New Hampshire are suing uh, Italy in, uh, in Boston. It's a restaurant in Boston. Oh, okay. After one of them fractured their ankle. I get a lot of this. From slipping on a slice of prosciutto oh. while walking on the floor. Wow. According to the lawsuit filed by the, cup, uh, by the couple, Alice and Richard Cohen, who were shopping at the, the store located in the Prudential Center in Boston, when Alice slipped and fell on a piece of prosciutto as she tried to walk up and uh, stand offering free samples. And uh, there was a piece of prosciutto on the floor. Now, prosciutto is very expensive and delicious. It's so That's my first thought, waste yeah, of good yeah, prosciutto. Why would you waste by, waste that by dropping one on the floor? Ugh. This happened uh, in October 2022. Uh, according to the uh, complaint, uh, complaint, it was filed uh, in uh, Suffolk Superior Court. Cohen fractured her ankle, left ankle, as a result. And the lawsuit claims that uh, they will be seeking uh, at least... Uh, have their medical bills taken care of. Twenty two seventy five for the hospital and uh, the physical therapy cost them fifty two hundred dollars. That's according to uh, uh, the Universal Hub, and uh, they should they believe they should be awarded at least fifty thousand dollars in damages. Uh, now, again, I would never drop prosciutto on the floor and not have it be a uh, victim to the three second rule. If if you drop the pr uh, prosciutto on the floor. I'm I'm going down with it. I I wish that I was uh, I went to law school because I would love to be the attorney in that settlement here. 
Yeah. Because you know he sounded like this. Hey, okay, all right. How are we going to settle this thing? Huh? Let's put this thing apart, huh? We do, you guys that want 50K, I'm not going to give you 50K. Here's what I'm going to throw you. I'm going to throw you uh, cold cut grinders for a month. How about that? <laughs> cold cut grinders. We'll open the we'll open the negotiations with some cold cut grinders for yeah. a month. And, and because I'm so litigious, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll throw in some chips and yeah. some fountain sodas. Okay. <laughs> See, that's how you put that right to bed. Yeah, fifty thousand. I'll tell you what. Fifty. If grand. I had the chance of win fifty thousand dollars <laughs> by falling on prosciutto, you could line the floor of my office <laughs> with everything from bologna to you know canned ham oh. to some olive loaf to everything. I don't care what kind of cold cut you're dropping <laughs> on the ground. Do you know somewhere in an insurance company there is an actuary who's like. Ah, we got a prosciutto. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, we've only had three prosciuttos this year. We've got 12 olive, lo 12 olive loaves. Uh, three, what's the other one that's called? That's not the olive loaf. but oh, it's the, the pimento loaf? The pimento loaf, and then there's the other one that has the oh, mortadelle. Yeah, remember, remember the 1987 mortadelle scare? <laughs> you had people slipping all over yeah. the place like they were Dorothy Hamill. <laughs> there's, there's someone whose job is at an insurance company. To literally sit there and be like, okay, what kind of cold cut? All right, put that in the system. <laughs> so great. So great. It's going to be a mixture of sun and clouds today, a high of 84 tonight, cloudy, with occasional rain throughout the night, low of 67. Tomorrow, though, it looks pretty rainy throughout the day, a high of 75. It's about 64 degrees right now. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 752. With Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni. Uh, Molly, the intern, is here for uh, her final week. My last week. Yeah, oh. and then let's go back to having an education. Is that what you guys do in college now? You get an education? Apparently, that's the what's that's it's what's supposed to happen. It's definitely yeah. part did. of it. That's, that's, the, that's the rumor. Hey, uh, real quick, if you uh, ever have to listen to, uh, ever miss any part of the Bax and Nagel show with or without Marty or Molly, uh, check out the daily podcast available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, or on rock102.com. And while you're at it, Maxie's musical podcast uh, this week, my guest is uh, Andy Chernoff from the band The Dictators. This is a, actually a very important band that's, uh, you know, they they pre-existed before the Ramones and before... Yeah, you know, right, heavy punk, right? Like influence? Yeah, and, but you know they their first album came out in 1975. That's an absolute classic. And so I talked to Andy. They got a brand new uh, bunch of music that's uh, that's coming out this year. He, uh, he played with the Ramones for a while. He's produced a bunch of people. Really interesting guy. And you can check that out again. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And at rock102.com, all brought to you by ZM Home Buyers. Check them out at ZMHomes.com and Rock 102 Springfield Classic Rock. Well, there you go. This morning's flying by for a Monday morning. I know. We could uh, we could easily put the brakes on that. <laughs> have it come to a <laughs> screeching halt. <laughs> that, that wouldn't be so out of the question for us. Uh, Molly has said that uh, as of last uh, commercial break, our TikTok numbers have surged. We they have. We're at eight hundred and eighty nine. So we've gotten, you know, almost sixty followers just since I asked. And that was like to, in like ten minutes? Yeah, it's crazy. So I and my Instagram I just looked, there's a bunch of followers on my Instagram, so I think I might get close to hitting uh, three thousand. So I think after the show today I'll be over at uh, Marshall shopping for leg warmers and leotards for uh Bax and I. <laughs> yeah, people people are taking this seriously. People have some ideas for what they want to see you guys do. Uh, can I have you 
you sit in a chair and I'll dump water on you, a real flash dance like? <laughs> yes, I, you got to take a broomstick and pound it into the uh, ground. Remember Fame? Yes. Uh, yeah, you got to do that. I do. Tell me I have to work or whatever they say. Yeah, you know. may not know uh, to look at me, uh, Marty, uh, Molly, but uh, I uh, I cut quite a rug, you could say. <laughs> I mean, I hate to, hate to <laughs> pat myself in the back, but boy, there was a time when I could really <laughs> shuffle these little tootsies all over the place. Well, this is going to be a fascinating dance that we have to put yeah. together. If so we, if you uh, guys want to see it, go follow yeah. Rock 102 on there, TikTok. There well, you know, for a very brief period of time, I thought, well, if this broadcasting thing doesn't work <laughs> out... <laughs> Maybe it's, I could join an all-male exotic dance ooh, review. Like uh, like uh, Chris Farley in the Chippendales bit with uh, with uh, Patrick Swayze. Do you yes, remember that? Yes, but, but with more sultry moves. Yes. That's, you know, that's, <laughs> my, my swarthy Mediterranean uh, heritage, would uh, I think, would uh, inform, uh, inform uh, the, the crowd of my undeniable talents. Well, you know, I've never, um, I've never been to a Chippendales show. But I've been outside the hukilau, like in the bar part, oh, when yeah. there was the show going on, and I I feel like we could both do it. I feel like we have the talent. Yeah, the people want to so. see it. They should want to see it. It's about time we accept body positivity. You know, That's it. if we have to sit here and pretend that Lizzo looks good in a bathing suit thong at an awards ceremony, I think we could pretend yeah. that Bax and I will look great gyrating with nothing but a bow tie and, some and a banana hammock on us. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that'd be great. Yeah. Exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's a visual for the listeners. Well, that was <laughs> finally a dream We're fulfilled. losing TikTok followers. <laughs> <laughs> we're down to 400. No, we're now down to four. <laughs> Stop the hemorrhaging. <laughs> Molly goes back to school. I'm, for the rest of her career, she's like, I became a failure. Let me tell you how it happened. Oh, how was your internship? <laughs> well, I'm for one day I worked with two fat guys that wanted to be exotic male dancers. Here's how I spiraled into a lifetime of drug and alcohol addiction. <laughs> These two radio hosts grossed out the crowd enough they erased all my intern work. Well, if it's it. anything for a confidence boost for you guys, the, the followers are continuing to go up. All after, right, there we go. Very there good. we go. It's 7.57 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock Stay tuned for Bax's and now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, you know me. I love enshrinement weekend here in Springfield. You kidding? Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowinski, Tony Parker, those other people. To me, Enshrinement Weekend represents everything there is to love about Springfield. For example, I found that there was plenty of ample parking during MGM's Free Music Friday on both sides of Columbus Avenue. But that's because the hall generously took the burden off of Springfield by holding many of their events in Uncasville, Connecticut, exactly 70 miles away from the very city which the game was invented. Of course, those events in Mohegan weren't cheap. You wanted to get yourself into an autograph session, you had to pay between $400 and $750 just to walk into the same room with the incoming class. Of course, if you wanted to avoid the line, that VIP package would run you about five grand. But if you waited until Saturday in Springfield, you could have parked your car in their ample parking lot and saved yourself a bundle for only 250 bucks. That's a minimum savings of no less than $150. Of course, they only had 200 tickets available and none of the new inductees were going to be there. But hey, those people had other things to do, like getting ready for Saturday's big ceremony in the city of homes. A ceremony that would have cost you up to $1,250 for a ticket if you wanted to have a good seat. 
But for those of you on a budget, a limited number of seats in the balcony were available for $300. But those seats were for poor people. By the way, Chelsea Handler coming to Symphony Hall in November for $230 less for the same kind of seats. And she probably puts on a better show, although probably not nearly as comical. Either way, thank goodness that all that responsibility of cleaning the streets, putting things up, taking things down, and putting things away wasn't always Springfield's responsibility. Trust me, it's so much better to have half the things happen in Uncasville, what with all that rich basketball tradition happening on solid ground, or on sovereign ground. They got everything there too, such as a multi-purpose arena, an adjacently located nearby Riverside Casino, not far from a major interstate highway. Could Springfield provide all those things? I suppose, but that would show an inconvenient commitment to the local community, and that's certainly not what basketball is all about. But hey, end of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Got a Craftsman Allen wrench set, seven bucks. A Stanley 25-foot mate tape measure, seven bucks. It's a seven-buck tool tail, a tool sale going on right now. Stanley, Irwin, and Craftsman Tools, seven bucks. You'll find them all at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811 and Whitesnake with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, the weather's looking like this. It's going to be okay today. A mix of sun and clouds. A uh, high of 84 tomorrow. Uh, not great. Raining with a high of 75. A perfectly good day for there to be, I don't know, tens of thousands of uh, human waste poured into the river. So Ooh, that could. Ooh, the turd cast yeah, is back. The, the turd cast may be back. We need a sponsor. Yeah, I know. We, we, we really, we really do. I'd say UPS. UPS is yeah. good. What can Brown do for you? Yeah, perfect. That'd be There's perfect. a great sponsorship opportunity right there. Been thinking about that one for a while. Hood chocolate ice cream. There's all these Western <laughs> Mass companies. <laughs> You're right about that. All these uh, yeah. all these Western Mass companies yeah. that uh, we should be uh, embracing. Right. right. In, uh, in times like this. Anyway, uh, this week at the club. Oh yeah, uh, Thursday. Uh, I haven't really plugged it yet today, but uh, Thursday. Um, you know, it's going to be an awesome show. $20, dinner, and a comedy show. It's a buffet dinner. I don't know what's on the buffet yet. It doesn't really matter at this point. You know what I mean? You get a great show and stuff. Big thank you to all the listeners who keep coming out week after week. We've got a core now of regular listeners who keep coming back. And they're bringing friends, which is huge. Um, is a little weird for me when I'm performing now because I'm being positively heckled. Which is hard for me. <laughs> Positively heckled? Yeah, because the listeners are so they're so sweet to me. Like they're so nice to me. It's like the last week I get on stage and I was telling Nagelis, I get on stage, I grab the microphone, I go, Hey everybody, thanks for coming. And then I go to launch my first joke and this girl goes, You're awesome. And I was like, I haven't said anything yet. And then, and then right after I finished saying I haven't said anything yet, this guy goes, No, seriously, bro, you're super funny. I go, I haven't told a joke yet. And then some guy goes, I think they're talking about on the radio. And then everyone starts clapping. And I'm like, you can't heckle a comedian with adoration because we don't know how to respond to it because we're not used to it. Yeah, we're used it's, to, it's the lack of adoration yes. and love as a child yeah. that forces you, someone into You'd be better a off being of like, comedy. you're fatter in person. You know what I mean? Like, it helped me out more, you know? But uh, it was uh, it was a super fun show. The last few have been really super fun. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure this Thursday will be no different. So, um, in the next couple of weeks, so like Bill Burr was in town, yeah, uh, on Friday night, yes, which, he was. which is a huge comedy show, huge, and he's coming back in October. Yeah, he likes it here, I guess. Yeah, so I mean that's that's awesome. You know, Bill Burr is a big, 
a big name. Chelsea Handler's coming in in November. That's a huge get too. Chelsea still is a huge, you know, worldwide draw. The uh, the show, but I just couldn't wrap my head around it because I just like, well, how did this happen? The John Stewart, John Mulaney, Pete Davidson show. That's crazy. That is bananas to me. That's uh, that's Friday, September eighth at the Mass Mutual Center. That is a huge, huge ticket. I'm just gonna throw my name in the hat. If Pete Davidson cancels for any reason, you know, and you happen to be promoting that, just give me a buzz. I'll come down. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, I've, I, you know, I've seen yeah. John Stewart. I've seen John Mulaney. I don't, I don't know Pete, if I've... Pete's very funny, too. He's, yeah. It's just, uh, you know... I don't know if I've actually had a chance to really watch his stand-up. Oh, he's... No, he's he's a funny... I remember when he started. Uh, he was like 15, 16 when he started, and his father died in 9-11, famously. His father right. was a firefighter. This kid started at 16 years old with jokes about his dad dying in 9-11 and they were they were hilarious and like older comedians were watching this and just being like who is this kid <laughs> you know what i mean but it yeah. was sure he was going to be he wasn't going to be long for 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 just being unknown it was yeah. it was sure he was going to take off i actually have a kid coming uh next week uh next thursday who's 15 year old kid who's doing stand-up Really? Yeah, yeah. So and it's it's funny because you, you know you go back and forth. They're like, "Hi." I, I mean, I can't hear him. It's just a message, but this is how I hear it in my head. I hear like a squeaky voice. Yep. And he's like, "I'm I'd love to do five minutes." And I was like, "Sure, buddy, you can come down and do five minutes." And I, he's like, "What time should I show up?" And I was like, "You know, seven would be good. Get there early, you know, so we can talk before." He's like, "Okay, I'm just gonna check with my dad to make sure." <laughs> so he's 15. He's gonna come down with his dad. Well, I mean, you hear stories like, uh, you know, like Dave Chappelle started off as a teenager, 14, 14 years yep. old, and his, you know, his parents brought him to the, the their first club, and you know, it, it took him a, a little bit of time before he was, you know, and now he's arguably see, the greatest ever. They say. arguably, yeah, you know. Um, f there's something to be said for starting stand up early uh, in your life, uh, and not like me, who does everything the hard way. <laughs> and well, how old were you? I was like 32, 33. Really? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, a, I say that, but I mean, I I, yeah, I had I two jobs. I had a baby at home. I yeah. was like, oh, this seems like a great time to pick up this lifelong passion <laughs> that's going to take up every ounce of yeah. my free time yeah. but, or you know i'll be out of town for a good extended period yeah. like every yeah. week for a while well i didn't know when i started this that it would actually turn into anything i just thought yeah. it was i did it on a dare against some guy from the gym and then it just became a thing and then yeah i didn't even i don't like flying i never liked flying i never i always hated flying i was always petrified of it right i never thought i would be in a job where i'd have to fly and then I do this stupid job, and then all of a sudden I'm flying 25 weeks a year. <laughs> I'm now the guy who has a bag just packed, like treats a plane like a greyhound, just yep. walks in, jumps on it, flies somewhere. You know, it's uh, it's been a weird journey. It's not over yet, but it's uh, I mean, who knows? Yeah, but it's <laughs> been a weird journey. You talk about like uh, you know, you, you, people starting young. I remember there was a guy uh, when I was doing it years ago, and he was 17. Yeah. Um. Yeah he had no material no at all like nothing like he didn't really prepare anything but the kid's presence was so remarkable that you can say if this guy could find a joke You're he'll like, be unbelievable yeah and he's still at it he's still at it but i mean i don't i don't know where 
he has fallen in his career. But I mean, you know, here it is, you know, almost forty years later, and he the kid is still be, crushing it. He could, he is okay. Good. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's crushing. He could it. be hanging in the closet of a red roof inn somewhere in uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Could very, uh, could very well <laughs> be. But just, you know, just the natural presence uh, yeah. you know, and God-given talent that ha- that he had. Well, you, know, you 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 wonder what's going to happen to a guy like that, and you could see that in kids like i you see that when they're starting out i can see that i i can tell if they have a presence they have a a thing about them you know um this this guy actually last week we had eddie diesel he's coming back this week too uh he's a springfield cop i don't know if if you've heard of him but a really funny dude so i had eddie diesel last uh thursday he's he's very very funny he's also does more in his act than any comedian I've probably ever seen because it's he's singing. He does a, a portion of it that looks a little bit like I don't want to give it away, but he does another portion of it that the ladies really like. <laughs> he's a very interesting guy, but he's super duper funny, and he's newer to comedy. Yeah. But you watch, and you you you'd be like, okay, maybe you're not Dave Chappelle yet, but you watch somebody and you see the presence they have, and you and you say, hey, you know, they have the natural gift to be up there and then it's just how do you develop with that gift you yeah. know and you know in my case you know i don't know <laughs> i think i've developed I oh mean, no no you've you believe I th- me i think i've developed but then there's other days where i listen to myself after yeah, I but, record yeah, but, all my but, sets and i go Ugh. but so you know i i mean i saw you when you were pretty much you were fresh my out. first big break was yeah. uh, winning that contest. Fresh, you know, pretty much fresh out of the gates. Now yep. here we are, 15, 16 years later, and you know, I saw you oh, at yeah, Loft a couple weeks yep. ago, and it was like, and I was even saying to Jenny, he said the dude's taking a huge leap, huge leap, There's and and, and yeah, you know, the thing is, it's it's so most people who try it never get to it, that leap. They don't stay with it long enough, or they don't you know massage their abilities enough to get their own voice in this yeah i think that's like one of the problems that i had is i didn't i wasn't doing it enough at some point for me to really establish any of that i think that the thing that helps you grow is uh having a healthy self-hate you know what i mean like (laughs) like the the you could go on stage and everyone be like, that was great. And you could kill on stage, but you're driving home and you're going, why did I do that stupid joke? Why did I do this or stupid I, yeah, joke? I, or I said it wrong. This was terrible. You, you, or just like, why am I even talking about this? Like nonsense, you know? And, you, and that pushes you to to try more, which pushes you to yeah. bomb more, which sucks. But um, it's all part of the process, you know? Yeah. You, but you rolls. don't become a comedian unless you're a quivering bag of insecurity. I mean, thank you. That's probably one of the nicest things someone said to me. Uh, <laughs> well, it, 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 name for me one comic that 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 doesn't fit the bill. The the every comedian and they all get upset when you say this because it's true. Every comedian has a uh, element of insecure narcissism. You have to be insecure <laughs> enough to be like, I need that. Uh, I need the. I need the self assurance that I'm funny, and then you have to be narcissistic enough to think that. You should be somebody on stage with a microphone that people pay to listen to say crazy things. <laughs> yeah. You know? Or I need to keep coming to this club until you decide that I'm good enough to be here. Yes. Until yes. you finally come around to what I already know. I've done that. You know, yeah. uh, the uh, comics, which is like one of my home clubs, the Comedy Connection of Rhode Island comics at, uh, used to be at Fox's, now it's at Mohegan Sun, are two places that I worked my way up from just from open mic, whatever, yeah. all the way to headlining them, you know, whatever, how many years later. 
But um, and you're back there pretty soon too, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'll be headlining comics in a few weeks, so you can go to their website and get uh, and get tickets uh, to come see that. Um, it's but it's one of those things. It's just uh, it's a war of attrition. You just keep plugging away while everyone else drops out, <laughs> and then eventually they're like, "All right, fine, we'll th- we'll throw you a weekend." All right, since, uh, since, uh, since, uh, since everyone else is gone, I guess it's now your time. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> you know, you've opened for enough guys with puppets, and uh, you've opened for, for enough enough, uh, enough enough guitar acts to know you've done you're, you've done the time. I had a weekend. I had a weekend not too long ago. I was in New Jersey, where on the Friday night. I opened, and both comics, by the way, are very funny, so I'm not trashing them, but I opened for um, Raymond, the Amish comic, on Friday night, <laughs> a full guy who shows up in full Amish gear. Right. And then the and then the, the act is, the rub is, he uh, he swears and says crazy stuff on stage, <laughs> and you just see this Amish guy doing it, and you're like, what? You know? <laughs> uh, it's very funny, but, I mean, it does get old after 45 minutes. But, uh, and, then there, and then the other night was uh, this guy... Uh, Johnny Peasy, but he does puppets. He's been on America's Got Talent and everything. Really talented. The puppets sing and everything. But he does, he opens up with a racist puppet. And it's such a weird thing to Kinda see. Kind of like Otto and George. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, the one of my favorite stories about Otto and George, I don't know if you've ever seen this, was George got into it with the puppet. Uh, or I think Otto was the, I forget who was who. The puppet was George. The puppet was George. was Otto. And George got into it with a heckler. And the heckler's yelling at the puppet. And the puppet's like, yeah, well, why don't you come up here and do something about it, you loser, whatever. And the guy jumped up and stabbed the puppet. But he actually stabbed George's arm. So now the puppet is bleeding through his chest. But here's the thing. He's smart enough to realize that if he breaks out of character now, the guy's going to figure out that he's arguing with his arm. So he stays in character with the puppet, like, oh, my God, you loser. Why would you stab me? He has to do that to protect him because if he comes out of character, he's going to get stabbed. That's the stupidest thing ever. The dumbest thing I've ever heard, but hilarious. I believe it. It's a great one of those legendary comedy stories. It's 824 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 830 and Tom Petty. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, later on this week, we are going to be talking to uh, another comedian and another rock star. I yep. can't. I don't want to tell you who it is yet, but uh, keep things real tight-lipped around here. Keeping things real tight-lipped because, I mean, in case it falls through and it doesn't happen, I don't want to be over-promising something I can't deliver. <laughs> then, you know, what we have to do then is just, then we just sub in somebody else. Oh, yeah, sure. You'd be like, we're going to talk to a rock star, and then you go, we have... Uh, Dave and Dave from uh, Double Dave. <laughs> the Double Dose of Dave. <laughs> double instead. Dose of Dave. I mean, they're kind of like rock stars. Right. I mean, they, they certainly did a good job yesterday at the uh, wing thing. So, I would I would have liked to see two Daves play. Remember David and David? No. There was a band called David and David. Come on. They did a song called Welcome to the Boomtown. Do you hear that song? No. Now I feel like really? we need to dig it out. Or is it a song that you can dig out? Or is uh, it like... Let me... Give me uh, give me just a All moment right. here. Yeah. It was David and David. One guy's name was David. And there was another guy... Named David? Wh- whose name was David. And, and rather than... You well, know, the s- rather than sit around and think about, well, what can, we, uh, what can we name the band? They decided to call themselves David and David. Uh, their openers were Goliath and Goliath? <laughs> They, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they... That's right. Okay, here, here it is. Uh, you this, got the song? This is the, yeah, All this right. is David and David. 
Okay, we got the. Uh, this is this is actually a pretty de- decent hit. The dramatic keyboards. Oh, it's very dramatic. Ride symbol. A little bit. Yep. I feel right now like Tom Cruise is getting in his jet. This seems like very Top Gunish. No, no more. Oh, I can hear the guitar now. They got the tremolo on the guitar. He's got a Floyd Rose suspended bridge. Uh huh. Nerd now. Guitar stuff for you right now. I didn't realize the intro was so long in this one. Yeah. I'll, I'll skip ahead a little bit. <laughs> Why? You didn't like Cocaine the dramatic film? In her dresses, bars on her door. Oh, that's pretty good. It's it was a great album, actually. It's, it's kind of thing. I feel like I have heard this now. Maybe in a movie. Uh, I don't remember if it was in a movie, but yeah, it was a good. It was a good one. It's pretty good. Yeah. There we go. Kick it in. Alright. Yeah, David and David. David and David. Now, I don't know which David is which. Let's I think it. the guy singing is David. We should do it behind the behind the music. We should call them up. I think one of the Davids works at Panera right down the road here. <laughs> yeah, imagine <laughs> scheduling an interview and thinking you're interviewing the other David. How embarrassing would that be? He's actually a great gag. We should do that later this week. <laughs> We'll learn about both lives, and then we'll call the other David and ask him other questions about the more successful David, as though we've confused them. That's a great gag. <laughs> it's 833. <laughs> News is next to Rock 102. Pro contractors depend on... That's a great one. 835 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today and get 0% financing on select models. Uh, yeah, we're just... Uh, Talking about songs that when you hear, you have to sing. <sighs> By the way, I will say this. I will do this like the Costco question. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Shoot me a message. Tell me a song that you hear that you have to sing. I gave you mine. You gave me um, a bunch of uh, Eddie Vedder songs. Anything with, on a CD. Look at that, yeah. On a wizard, on a way. Nothing. Yeah. What yeah. Do you need, right? Uh, I, w- I would say that in my ute. Uh, um, in, uh, influenced by more alcohol than anything else. Yeah. If I heard like like Pride by U two in a it's bar, a great drunk song. You have you to have sing to, it. and yeah, uh, and when you're drunk, <laughs> you think you're nailing yeah, every yeah, yeah. every oh, note, perfect, every single note. And you, you ever do that? Do you ever record yourself on your phone like uh, singing along in the car, and then you play it back, and it's just like. <laughs> You're like, God, am I terrible at this? No, I, uh, no, it's only only you who's done that. <laughs> uh, well, I do. I, these are the things I do. Yeah. How about uh, Green Day? Do you feel compelled to see sing? No, Green Day? I wouldn't. I wouldn't do uh, Green no? Day. One, uh, one that I uh, would, uh, that I used to do again in my youth. Yeah. Uh, would have been uh, Somebody to Love by Queen. Oh, Queen's another one you got. Yeah, yeah. How do you, you not? How do you not? There's so there's so uh, many ways to go there. Uh, the Ramones. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. You don't, you don't feel like the, you don't feel like the, like you don't have one that you're like, geez, I hope that never comes on in public anywhere, like in Stop and Shop. I'm, I'm, gonna I'm, sing sh- it. I'm sure there is. I don't know if I could like single it down to like one. I think it's like a whole group of songs that I would jump in on, but I have to think about which which ones am I talking about. I. I'm telling you, anything with Eddie Vedder, uh, Pink Floyd, uh, my favorite band, mm-hmm. uh, only a cup, but like Money, the song Money. Yeah. yeah another I, I, it's another one. Mm-hmm. Compelled okay. to sing. I have to. 
Uh, let's see here. Governor Maura Healy uh, and others will gather today in Holyoke to celebrate the start of uh, work to erect a new Holyoke Veterans Home, kicking off uh, five years of demolition and construction of the facility that used to be called the Soldier's Home. It will now be known as the Veterans Home. She and others will be expected to uh, meet privately with families of the 77 veterans who died uh, in the COVID outbreak at the facility in 2020. Uh, that outbreak and its death toll drew national headlines and sparked all kinds of investigations. But now is the time to rebuild. And and so they will. And so today is the day where everyone's going to come into town to uh, start start cracking. You know, every time you say to the governor, all I can think about is I want to play basketball against her. She has a pretty good shot. That's to be what it says. She's a good basketball player. I don't know how I don't know how you stack up against her, but I'm, I think she could take you. I mean, I'm fat. I'm out of shape terrible cardio i'm i'm yeah. uh you know i would say like uh like charlie baker would probably have the height advantage probably on a defensive end he'd probably be playing pretty well yes charlie baker would would house me but i think i'd have a shot against no Mario. i'm thinking like like a like a maura healy against charlie baker oh on a basketball court i'd say charlie I'd, baker i've you I've, gotta you I gotta feel, give it to charlie yeah charlie's just swatting it like get that trash out of well, here well charlie's you know? like, like six six yeah, that's what i'm saying he's yeah. like in political terms he's like dikembe mutombo yeah, right. He's a super tall politician, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if uh, if Mora can handle that kind of, you know, that kind of zone defense. I don't. I don't know if she can do that. Uh, but they said she was a good basketball. Player. Sure, she was. You I'm know, sure she I'm was. Just saying, well, she's out here. A uh, man was killed on Saturday night in the uh, second shooting death of the day, bringing the city's homicide rate to its highest in 24 years, and likely to break an all-time record. The uh, back-to-back weekend deaths put Springfield's homicide total at 22. It's the largest recorded in data. It goes back to 1999, and there's still four more months uh, left in the year. Part of the reason why they're saying is there's such an increase is uh, is one is that there are so many more guns on the streets, particularly ghost guns, Ooh. which are handmade, have no serial numbers, and can't be traced. I uh, so remember I said I wasn't really sure about this whole ghost gun thing, and you clarified it for me. Mm-hmm. I had a gentleman contact me on my Instagram and message me and said to me that uh, in people don't realize, but if you are a licensed uh, gun owner, you can make up to six firearms a year in Massachusetts uh, legally. I think that's the marijuana thing. That's what I thought. Six marijuana plants. So. This guy could be absolutely confused. Maybe he's really high and he's very confused right now. Yeah. But that's what he said. He said, uh, alternatively, in the state of Massachusetts, you can le- you are leg- legally allowed to build slash create up to five firearms a year. Sorry. Assuming you are licensed and can otherwise legally own a firearm to begin with. See, I thought that was the whole marijuana thing. You can have like uh, two plants per adult. I didn't realize you could have like two ghost guns per adult. So you could have one less gun. You could have a gun for every marijuana plant except for one, right? It's six plants. Is that how it works? Uh, Yeah, six plants per adult. Per Uh, adult in the house? Yeah, so you have two adults in the house. You can have 12 plants. But then again, you have to understand how much that yields. It's a hell of a lot of weed. I was going to say, why, well, then why wouldn't somebody just be like, I got 40 of my friends living at my house. <laughs> I yeah, have 240 I think I, marijuana plants. I, I don't think you could have adults. a flop house. Uh, <laughs> for, for weed? Yeah, I don't think a you can do that. flop house? I don't uh, think you can do that. Uh, let's see. But anyway, uh, the mayor is calling for a, a meeting uh, amongst all kinds of uh, local leaders uh, to talk about you know what's going on. In, uh, according to the mayor, in light of the recent uptick in gun violence resulting in two murders this weekend calling an emergency meeting uh, of this task force to explore all options available to us 
to address the situation. We must use every resource available to ensure that our streets are safe. Well, I mean, what can let's you hope so. Yeah. Uh, here's a here's a story for you. This right. is, I don't know if you saw this. This uh, came out late last week. A uh, Boston doctor has been arrested and allegedly charged with masturbating and exposing himself while sitting next to a 14-year-old teenage girl while flying. The doctor, uh, identified as Sudipta Monty, 33, charged on Thursday, a criminal complaint charging with one count of lewd, indecent, and obscene acts while in a special aircraft jurisdiction of the United States, which carries a punishment up to 90 days in jail or one year suspended release, supervised release, and a fine of $5,000. According to the uh, charging documents, the, uh, the doctor in, of internal medicine and primary care in Boston was sitting to this, uh, this girl on a flight from Honolulu to Boston. Well, that's a long flight. That's a long that flight. Yeah. Uh, the uh, flight was, uh, was operated by Hawaii Airlines. The team was traveling with their grandparents who sat nearby, but just not with their granddaughter. And apparently, uh, once she realized what was going on, she moved herself to an empty seat in a different row. But Good nevertheless, the uh, the charges stuck. What is this guy's name again? Sudip Monty? Su- Suditma Mohanty. Sudi- that almost sounds like one of those euphemisms for uh, for doing that. Yes. We were on the flight. I was doing the old Sudip Mohanty, if you know what I mean. I <laughs> got <laughs> I got carpal tunnel from the Sudita Mohanty. I got bored and I did the old Mohanty. Um, Well, isn't that, am I the only one who thinks 90 days for doing that in front of a kid is probably a light prison sentence? I agree. Yeah. 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 I think that's right. She's 14. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, think think about like, you have a dad, you know? Uh, How fast do you think as a, you have a daughter? Three of them. Yeah. Wouldn't you consider that more like a, I'll handle this and make it my own death penalty. I'll kill this guy with my bare hands. <clears throat> I, on I would my dad would have taken 90 days over some of the comments I get on the TikTok. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I, I, no, really? Oh, I didn't even think yeah. of that. What a nightmare. I, oh, God. I, I think after what I would do to the guy, 90 days would be the, the least yeah. of his worries. You know, they always uh, they have this thing where uh, they have a, it's kind of like a streak going on where people are opening the emergency exits on the planes and stuff like that now, yeah. like in the air. Or like, at least attempting to. Yeah, that would be one where I would I would be like, can somebody open that door real quick? Uh, this guy is done. He doesn't need his ride anymore. You know, the other thing is, okay, it's a long flight. Yeah, Honolulu to Boston. Sure. That's going to that's gonna take a few hours. Okay. okay. Now I understand okay. that. So here is bad movie. You're bored. I, I listen. I understand <laughs> that it is a way to occupy your time. God. However, uh. if you can't. Figure out other things to do. Right. On a flight. Yeah, you got a phone. Play Boggle on your phone. You know, That's what I, I do on my flights. Yeah, bring, you know, bring a, a Sudoku or, a Sudoku. Uh, or some crossword puzzles. Yeah. Something that can occupy your time in a non-masturbatory way in the flight. This guy's a doctor, too. He's a doctor. What kind of doctor is he? He's another thing. That's he's, what's scary. Is he a pediatrician? No, I'm he's gonna not. I'm going to go with podiatrist. The creepy uh, with the feet. He's an, uh, a doctor of internal medicine and a primary oh. care doctor. Oh, good. A family doctor. Family doctor. Good. Yeah. Take your kids. Well, he's done. Yeah. His, they'll take his medical license for that, right? Uh, they could. Uh, very uh, I mean, very possible. I mean, if they're sending him to jail for 90 that's, days. That's right. probably, probably its own investigation, right. but I'm sure. Now, have you ever flown on a Hawaii Airlines? 
No, not on Hawaii. E- either have I. Cause I so I was going to ask you if there's a stroking or non-stroking section. Oh, had, come on. I'm sorry, on. Molly. You shouldn't have heard that. That, was, that, wasn't, that wasn't right. You should that see the size afraid. of those ashtrays. So huh? Hey, 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 you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, well, I mean, geez. You know, uh, I guess Hawaii must, Hawaii Airlines must. That's, uh, yeah, he yeah. must have had a really boring trip. I was he must have. <laughs> but again, on your on the return flight, find something to occupy your time. This should not be among those choices. <laughs> I like how you you singled it out to the return flight. You're like, look, on the flight there, I, obviously you're going to be excited. <laughs> yeah, you're going to Hawaii, so yeah, but, you, you, but you're going to be in a hotel. You got to do what you got to do, and you can you can you can always yeah. spend time at the hotel. Yeah, yeah. But if on your way home, I know everyone's sad yeah. to leave their vacation. <laughs> yeah, right, right. This is not the this is not the thing that should say. Well, this will make me feel better. Yeah. I've heard of the Mile High Club, just uh, <laughs> not a club for one. You know, it's kind of creepy. He wanted to end with a bang. Yes. Oh, hey, God. Listen, to, listen to this young oh, lady right terrible. there with, a, with a mouth on her. <laughs> I've been spending too much time with you, Bass. You have. <laughs> you have. Uh, it's going to be a mix of sun and clouds today, a high of 84. Tonight, cloudy with occasional rain, low of 67. And then for tomorrow, rainy, a high of 75. Bex and Nagel. On Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.53 and 38 special with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Join Pat uh, Kelly and the road crew this Friday from 7 to 9 at Free Music Friday at the Plaza at MGM. Uh, one-time weekend, we'll be performing. Stop by the Rock 102 table for your chance to win some uh, unbelievable prizes. Molly will be there. She'll do TikToks. Uh, I will. Plaza Bar be open every Free Music Friday, offering summer cocktails, beer, and non-alcoholic beverages. Plus the TGI TGIF Square, where you find the uh, White Lion Wild Dandelion Beer Trailer, the new Shot Shed, serving summer offerings from local distillers, Top Golf Swing Sweet and Bar, and Indian Motorcycle. Hell of a time at uh, Free Music Friday. We were there last Friday, uh, you know, over the weekend. Who was the band? Uh, it was uh, Johnny Six Gun. Huge crowd. Everybody well, was having. Uh, everybody was having a blast. Johnny Six Gun, like country, or is that like? No, uh, it's it's a classic rock band, but with okay. a horn section. It's like ten guys in the band. Oh, it's like Earth, Wind, and Fire meets Led Zeppelin. Yes. All right. Yes, yeah, I, I, I would say One like I would say like a more classic rock oriented Chicago. Oh wow! All yeah. right. Cool. Yeah. All right. So very very cool. So that's uh, this Friday with Pat uh, from seven to nine at the Plaza at MGM. From Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. And I think that would be your last event. It will be my last Aww. event. Really? Until I go back to school. I'll be around. I'll yeah. be around. I'll be here for Mayflower Marathon. Don't worry, Bax. Okay. Cause, you know, I mean, if you need help, I I, I know people here. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's it. You, yeah. And then you're I know. Done. Yeah. Are so you sad to Are you sad to go back to school? I'm so excited to go back to yeah, school. Yeah, I, I figured. But I'm sad that this is ending. I've had so much fun this summer. See, now, this is, uh, I, I can't speak for you. I can only speak for my own experience. You know, like after that freshman year in college. Oh, yeah. When you came back home and you lived with your parents again. And you were like. After spending an entire year living in yeah. a dorm and doing your own thing for yep. like a whole year thinking everything. At that point, I was like. You can't tell me to mow the lawn and take out the trash. I'm an adult. <laughs> I, I'm I've been independent for an entire six months of my life. I remember because I had to work like like I had tough jobs when I was in college because I had to pay my portion of the tuition. Sure. 
So I remember like my freshman year, I think I worked in a warehouse uh, for Ampad up in Westfield, and it was like 65 hours a week. Then I worked at Zero Corp out months, and that was like 80, 80 hours a week, sometimes even more. It was crazy. Wow. And uh, between that and my parents telling me what to do, by the time it was time to come back to school, I... I could not have been happier. I could not have gone back earlier. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did opt in to move in a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not a moment. Not, move. not a moment too soon. I used to do that move. They're like, if you're a peer advisor, you can come back two weeks early for an orientation, and then I'd be like, I'm now a peer advisor. Yeah, you know, whatever it took to get back. You you're, know. you're at a, you're at an age now, and again, I don't I don't know what's going on in the house, and uh, none of my business. But you're at an age right now where sometimes, yeah. Kids start to think their parents are really not all that bright, and you know what? You're actually quite right about that. Uh, we're really <laughs> not that. We're really not that bright. We tend to get a little bit smarter as you get older. You know, as, once your career starts to kick in, they're like, maybe, maybe the old man wasn't so stupid after all. I, th I thought you were talking specifically about her. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, 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 no. That's really Listen, nice. He's a smart guy. No, I like your parents. Don't yeah. get me wrong. They're good people. But it's like I, I, I just know for my own. Again, that's why I preface this by saying from my own experience. <laughs> right. I knew that, uh, you know, I, I, why I had been listening to these people for so many years, I could never figure it out. Well, I've, I've taken to informing my dad about things that happened around here mm -hmm. that he doesn't know about. Oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, he works upstairs. So I, you know, I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, there's this this weekend and he'll have no idea. And I'm like, David, like, no, what's happening <laughs> at your station? <laughs> He knows what's happening. He's 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 pretty dialed. In. He's he's fine. I don't know. Does he listen? Does he listen to us? He's upstairs listening. Yeah, he's oh, up right man. now. Now I got the pressure. Yeah, I got the pressure. He's got a drinking glass up to the wall. <laughs> just to hear what we're, hear what what we're talking guys, about. Him. What are you guys saying with my kid in the room? Oh. Yeah, and what's that story about the airplane? About the airplane? <laughs> yeah, with my daughter in the room. Terrible choice. Yeah, probably. But yeah, listen. <laughs> it's all said and done. It's news. So it's the, it is newsworthy. Yeah, the national story for crying out loud. He, he knew what I was getting into. He of course he did. <laughs> yeah. He knew. I mean, he, but, you know, he wouldn't have put you in that position if he thought you couldn't handle it. Do you think and that... No, and nobody here has been mean to you, I don't think. Everyone has been so nice. Yes. It's crazy. That's the way I feel. <laughs> I feel like everyone's so nice that I leave here every day going, when's the other shoe going to drop? And someone <laughs> be real mean to me for no reason. That's how I feel posting on TikTok every day. I'm waiting for the listeners to be like, this girl needs to... Stop talking about TikTok. I am no, you know no. Listen, you, that's we're, we're trying to build a presence here. You know what's funny is all the listeners are so nice to me, except I know there's people listening that don't like me, and then you feel bad because you're like, oh, they're stuck here in my voice. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I yeah. wouldn't want it. like the people that I don't like. I wouldn't want to have to listen to on my morning drive. No, <laughs> no exactly. Yeah. That's what, like they so, just don't say anything, yeah. but they're out there and they're yeah. sick of hearing right. about the TikTok. Right. And, uh, you know, now I gotta now I gotta make less enemies. I guess. I yeah. Know. yeah. Well, plenty of people who listen to don't like the show at all. <laughs> that's a, that's the crazy part. And they will let you know. They're you really know. nice to me, though. Honestly, I was saying they're they're so great. So please don't change. I don't want anyone to think that I walk out of here. I go to get a coffee and someone slaps that out of my hands. Back in the Hi, loser. How about you, radio boy? It is crazy how many people have let me know that they think I'm doing like a good job. Yeah, or, no, you're doing a fine the, job. On you the are. social media, just random yeah. people are like, keep it up, Molly. Look, you're look doing at great. You. You're going to hit 1,000 TikTok We followers. are. We're at 915 right now. Look at Molly, this. do you have any idea how hard it is to make Pat Kelly look like a real live human being? It ain't easy. And you've done it. Oh, poor Pat. Pat Kelly.
Kelly. Our latest TikTok that. with Pat Kelly is him dancing in the rain. So go check that out wow. on the Rock 102 TikTok. Well, listen, if we hit a thousand, uh, Bax and I will dance better than Pat Kelly. There will be no rain involved. I'm sure. Though, yeah. So uh, go comment what you want to see. Uh, Marty and Bax do. They're well, they're well. Let's not get crazy. Well, I mean, yeah. you, you don't clearly don't. know these listeners yet. If you gotta, you're like, you, you got to place yeah. parameters yes. on these things. Yeah, yeah. You really do. There's a, there's a lot that uh, answers that would be inappropriate that they would submit. I'm sure. It's a Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 912 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Marty's going to be here until uh, until Thursday. I am, and because uh, you're busy, you got uh, you got shows. Guy. You got I'm busy guy. I'm out there grinding it out, yeah. doing these shows, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna be here all week, and uh, Thursday night, tell your friends to come out to uh, Loft Comedy Club, as usual. Twenty dollars. Uh, what do you say? What do you say? The, uh, the the it's a chicken dish, chicken this time. Last week was chicken bruschetta, which was delicious. Okay. Uh, this week, I don't know if they're going to go Italian, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Huh. Okay. It's whatever well, Chef Jeff or Chef Larry whips up, but it's always good. All right. I'm, sh- I'm sure once they l- let you know, you'll let me know. I, of course, we will I, shove that into everybody's face all week. I, I'm telling you, I, I'm, the listeners that have come out now, they know I'm not BSing. There's no catch. There's no nothing. Everyone's always like, how, how many drink minimum? This and that. There's not. And the drinks aren't overpriced when you do drink. They're, what they're about affordable. a drink maximum? Is there a maximum? There's a few. There's a few listeners that should have a drink maximum imposed, <laughs> including the one lady who I won't name who threw up in the bathroom uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh no, really? Oh a yeah, little a little overserved. A little bit overserved. That's too bad. Yeah, you got uh, a couple of good ones. Uh, that Kyle Dunnigan show is a good uh, a good get. Kyle Dunnigan's. Uh, Hilarious, very funny. Joe Rogan talks about him all the time. How how much he he, he loves him as a fan of him, and then uh, not this weekend, but uh, next weekend we have uh, uh, Brendan Sagalow, who's a real funny uh, New York comedian. So we've got a lot going on, a lot going on. Very cool. And again, the uh, the Loft Comedy Club on View Street in uh, in Chicopee. Uh, make sure you you go because you'll have yourself an absolute blast. You will. I tell people they don't believe me sometimes, but you will. You'll have a good time. You will. There's no way to not have a good time. Unless you're that lady throwing up in the bathroom. But I, I bet mean, you enjoyed the show. definitely enjoyed the show immensely and then profusely did not enjoy the rest of the evening. Well, maybe she the the, the side-splitting hilarity is what upset her stomach. It could be an you know, overdose like, of humor. That's it. Right. She took one, one too many giggle pills, that lady. Did you ever go to like a really good restaurant, have a great meal, and then like you either get food poisoned or something didn't agree with you? Oh, yeah. And you're just sitting there and you're like regretting every bite that you took. And you're like, but I loved it. It was so good. It was probably one of the, she was probably like, <laughs> if it no, weren't, no, no, if it weren't so rancid, this would have been a great night. <laughs> you know, you know, like that before you get sick, your mouth waters where you do that thing. Yes. You, and then you negotiate with yourself. You're like, do I just stay here? What's, what's nearby <laughs> that I could grab that I could throw up in? No, I think I can just power this down. I think, nope, ah! And then you got to run for it. Yeah, it's a race think, against time. Yeah, I think that's what happened to her. I think she was, the mouse started watering, and she was like, I think the show's over for me. Yeah. And uh, and it was. Got sick before the middle act was done. It was uh, it was <laughs> sick before I wrapped my setup. So. It's not.
Bex and Nagel. You got, you got, you got what I need. On Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Shoot. 